What's going on, everybody? Cali Death Podcast back once again with the number two live episode. Uh, I don't know if we're going to be doing this every time, but you know, it's something that was fun last week. So we decided to do it again this week. Uh, if you haven't checked out that episode, go back and check it out because it was a really fucking dope conversation with uh, Joel Cupcake. He's a fucking sick dude that's fucking booking shows in the Bay for a long, long fucking time. And yeah. Go hit that back and fucking check that out. But yeah, today on this Thursday, we got an old homie and somebody I'm about to meet for the first time. Well, yeah, I don't know if we've ever actually talked online or anything, but Chaney, I've been wanting to meet you for a long time. So this is really cool that I get to meet you in this setting on our show. Oh, yeah. Naveen, what's up, dude? Haven't talked to you in fucking ages, but it's fucking sick as fuck that we can talk right now. I, I oh, yeah. love everything that you guys been doing for the, like the last 10 years, fucking whatever. So I, I want to hear all of it and more. Um, I'm here with my resident homies, Casey, Joel, and Joseph. I'm Anthony, episode 32, and we are fucking here. If you're hanging out with us right now, kick back, relax, and fucking listen to some assholes say some dumb shit. Hell yeah, bro. Hell yeah. <laughs> fucking, uh, good to see you, man. You look good. Thanks, you're looking, dude. Uh, yeah. You're looking spry. Yeah, dude. I mean, after three kids and all that shit, I'm still fucking twinkle toes, dude. I'm, I'm moving around pretty nice. Dude. <laughs> and you delivered them all, right? Stand nimble. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you look good. Three kids later. Yeah. Nice. All right. Yep. Uh, are you and by still... the way, my wife looks better than me. So <laughs> amazing. That's awesome. Are you still living in, uh, you're from Pacifica, right? Yeah. Yeah. Still in Pacifica. I'm in okay. fucking been here all my life, dude. And, amazing. uh, Got a got a hold of a piece of property at a time that it was right for me and oh, lucky. the family. That's awesome, man. It's we the property thing is something that we talk about all the time and how it's close to impossible to to own something here because it's yeah. so goddamn expensive. I wouldn't and, be able to do it now. Yeah. It was yeah. the timing. That's all it was. That's amazing. You're yeah. very Let's I took advantage of fucking the rest of the world plummeting for a while. Oh, okay. You so know. like uh, <laughs> during you think with uh, the pandemic and shit that like shit would drop, but in Santa Cruz it's like skyrocketed. Like it's like for like a one two bedroom. Like I, there was I was at a pizza joint the other day, and I was looking like next door was a real estate office, and I was looking at all the pictures. It's like it's like two bedroom, six hundred and seventy two square feet, one point two million. I'm just like fuck. <laughs> oh like, my. Yeah. That's going to be like, I mean, your payments are going to be like six or seven grand a month for that. Like, I think that, I think that something like this was definitely like a, a, a thing that pushed people over the edge to the other side of whether or not they'd be moving. You know, it's like uh, they want to get out of they feel congested in the place that they're in. They end up moving out. You know, a lot of a lot of people, you know, down south and southern California and all that. Everybody's like switching places right now because it's like. Nobody really feels like comfortable maybe in, in the places that they used to. I don't know. Yeah, for sure. Totally. For sure. We, we've thought about it for sure. Yeah, going somewhere a little bit cheaper. I mean, we make, we make things work right now, but we got to work really hard in order to do so. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, you have a very sick pad too. So right now, I mean, keep that place as long as you but can. There's reasons yeah. to stay at these places. You know, we're talking like, I mean, I'm, I'm not bragging, but I am bragging because P-Town's the little fucking gem on the coast, you know, and, and yep. Santa Cruz has always been a gem to me, you know, growing up that an hour away, I'm fucking down there and everything's fucking, I, I fit right in down there, you know? So it's just like these, these, it, these pockets, you know, 
Totally. And, Santa Cruz and- is a really co- cool community within California as well. Like just being from the Midwest where I'm from, sorry to interrupt you, but I'm not. No, 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 no. Go I'm ahead. not like really uh, made for the closer to the city parts of the, the real city parts of California and just towns like like Santa Cruz, like Pacifica, even down to Monterey, all of those cool surf towns are just exactly like that's the California that I really love. I hate it when I have to go into San Francisco. I, I I'm I, not I, a I fan. Fucking despise it unless it's for a show or something like that. Like something that I'm excited for. If it's yeah. for anything else that I'm not excited for, it, it's it. I'm just like fuck, dude. I don't know, how was your experience, uh, Naveen? You lived in Oakland and San Francisco. Yeah. Uh. Well, it, it was all right. Um. It's just stressful because honestly for most of the time you just kind of want to do your daily routine and then go home and have that be easy and you're not really thinking about like oh it's so cool that i live in san francisco you know you know what i mean at least for me that like the type of person that i am not really like a huge city person but i i honestly think i could live anywhere like as long as i have like my guitar and you know, I can make music and stuff. I don't really, I don't really seem to be too affected by where I live. And I think maybe that's because I don't know. I started touring pretty young and you know, that straight up sucks. So you have to just get used to like, just whatever, you know, have you ever lived anywhere away from an ocean (laughs) though? Uh, not well, sort of like I lived in, uh, North Hollywood. So that's, that sounds not that far, but it's like to get to the ocean would probably take you like, uh, you know, an hour or two well i remember i remember one day we we rode the bus from our house in north hollywood down to the ocean and it took us three and a half hours yeah it took like yeah it was fucking nuts and i was just like i'm never going Uh, to the again yeah or or i guess you could i mean yeah like so it's not that far technically but i never went to the beach you know what i mean and honestly it's kind of funny we were actually down in capitola village right before this and we were sitting there and, I, and Cheney was like, yeah, I don't think I've ever gone in. Like, I never we, have. Yeah. I've lived here for nine years and I've never, I, I maybe have dipped my toes into the ocean two times because it's, it's, it's freezing. The ocean freezing. is so hot and cold here. There's no, uh, it's not joyous to go into the water in the same way that it is in Florida where it's very warm outside. Or Hawaii. Like, yeah. Yeah. You fucking dive right in and board shorts in Hawaii, no problem. And it feels like yeah. you're in a fucking pool. You know, I'm yeah. in San Diego, so yeah, it's kind of oh, like that. Yeah, okay. That's, you know, okay, you're getting that. I, mean, I, I would characterize living in Oakland and San Francisco as hell, pure hell, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> don't you don't you notice sometimes Sucks. though that the people that you know who live in the city are a little more pissed off, like a little more agitated all yeah, the time than anyone like else. On edge. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, dude, because they constantly like when they park their cars, there are no designated parking spaces. So when they park their cars, they have to like worry about, am I parking it there at the right time? Is street cleaning going to come through? Is someone going to fucking break into my car? What's going to yeah. happen? So that's a whole stressor. To eliminate top. that, I would have to like not drive a car if I lived there. But then you're yeah. you're confined so much more yeah. after you lose your your means of trans- yeah. transportation, you know? But I've, got, I've got the ideal like deal if you want to live in a city, all right? So you don't have a car. You live in like a small apartment, right? And you don't have very much stuff. And your occupation is like poet. 
or something like that. <laughs> writer. That would be fucking sick. I could definitely yeah. see that. And you that just being go cool. to the coffee shop every day and yeah. get in a make that sustainable, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. yeah you just kind of cruise around and like that's your thing. You know, you never really leave like your little neighborhood. Like then it's I could ideal. definitely get into that. But for me, like I have a car, I have drums, I have all this stupid stuff. And mm-hmm. like I mean, when I lived in the city, like my kitchen was my studio you know what yeah. I'm saying? Oh, that's, so it's like that. you know it's just goofy straight up goofy, yeah. and then but what is funny about that is uh i had a one-bedroom apartment and uh it was 1100 bucks a month utilities included and i remember being like god this is fucking just like such a ripoff you know yeah. <laughs> and like now yeah. I, I don't even know how much it is i know i know that rents are going down though in san francisco right now but yeah yeah I like, like I think they're like 30% down or something like that. Mm. It's a big job. Yeah. yeah. I, I know definitely. for a while there, that, that same apartment would have been like three or four grand, you know, like probably what it is grand. now. I mean, actually, no, it's probably still, it's probably 25 now. If it's gone down a little bit, but still, you know, but it, it, it sucked. I mean, it was a shithole. Yeah. It yeah. Was, yeah. <clears throat> it was like in the outer mission, but it was cool, I guess. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I'm sort of a creature of habit. So it's yeah. like, um, at the basically at the end of the day, I just want to go straight home, do my thing, play guitar, whatever. And yep. like, there's just a ton of people up in my way, you know. And, I'm, <laughs> and since I live there, dude, I was like, I will never live anywhere where I can't just drive my car like directly to my front porch. Like, I'm not even talking about like a 15 foot walk, you know. Like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's been like car directly seriously, to door. That's like, something that I'm I'm unwilling to give up. Like I do not I don't want to park my car like a block away from my fucking house and have to walk up three flights of stairs. Dude, one to get block to my would, one block would have been a dream. That yeah. would have been like, yes, I got a fucking super sick spot to I know. And I've noticed because of that though, Naveen is willing to park like the farthest place away from any place that we're going. Like if we're going to Home Depot. He'll park at like the back of the parking lot. It's like not even look for spots just because he's so used to that parking. Far yeah, it's away like, oh, there's a spot. Let's, we should probably just yeah. go ahead. Yeah. That's, like, that's exactly yeah. how I do it, dude. It's like, it's not about distance. It's just about finding the spot as quick as you can so you can yeah. move on to the next thing, dude. It's, it's yeah. one in the hand, two in the bush. Like you got one in the hand. You see one right there. There's two in the bush. There might be that front spot that you might want, but like, Looks like trying to go find that thing. Gonna be there, and then you're gonna swoop back around to where. I know it's parking famine mindset. While I'm already pushing my cart into the store. Yeah, I I lived in a like downtown for one year that was like on on Geary Street, right next to Polk, like right by Van Ness, you know. Mm, And I was like in the heart of like just down like a block away from the Great American Music Hall, you know. Yeah, yeah. I had to park like before I had a garage, which was like 300 bucks a month. That was fun. But b- before I did that, I had to park like four or five blocks up the street near like Japantown. And yeah. I'd walk on, or was it Franklin? I think I'd park on. And then I'd like, I'd have to walk down and then I had to move my car by 10 AM. So I'd have to like get up and then root, move it somewhere like closer and try to get like a meter until I had to go to work. Like, cause I worked in the afternoon. Jesus, man. It was madness. And then I got, then I got my car got broken into so much that like, I just was like, okay, I'll pay 300 bucks a month. That windshield cost me like 400. Yeah. <laughs> like, Dude, somehow my car yeah. never got broken into. And I was also thinking of this the other day. I remember this one time I went to a show at great American music hall and it was like after 
So I used to live in Santa Cruz and I would drive up to the city to jam with animosity. Mm-hmm. And I went up there and we had jammed. And then I went and jammed with this other band. Right. So I had my drums in the car and then I went to a show at great American music hall. And I fucking, I think about this all the time because it's so dumb. So I parked many- my car on the street, whole drum set in plain view in, in my little hatchback no fort. Way. And I was, I always think of like, I, I didn't even really think twice about it. I was just like, yeah, I'm just going to go to this show. But it's like, now I would never do that. Uh, but I think at the time, think it about like, this, though, left, like, it's the know. smash and grab. Like they see a whole kit of drums are like, really what like, going to do is grab one cymbal and fuck yeah, that's run, you know, that's true. Like, like they want to find the stuff where it's quick smash. Like, yeah, I, yeah. Outside of a suffocation show, I got a, my mom's ex- expedition broken into because some chick we were with left her fucking purse on the seat. But uh, that's a smash and grab right there. Yep, you see a yeah. purse on the seat, it's smash the window, grab the purse, you're out. You know? yeah. But it's, it's so fucked up because that's something that Naveen had to teach me not to do. I'm so not used say. to have, having to hide my purse and hide my weed and everything. Yeah. Well, to this day, Naveen will like catch me putting, leaving things out in the open that I just never would have thought. Yeah, it's would like, I'm taking that. all the shit. I'm taking the phone yeah. charger. I'm taking the, don't leave it's just, anything. And, it's, so, you know? it's so much more neurotic than what I'm used to. It's crazy. Uh, just what you have to be aware of. And I feel like that adds this whole extra element onto people's lives that mm-hmm. they shouldn't really have to deal with. And it, exactly. it's, it sucks. That sounds like a good segue to get into uh, a little bit of your past, Janie. I, I, got, I got one more car breaking story, though. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, sorry, sorry, Janie. I want to hear. Oh, but my favorite was being parked in that alley by the furniture dome. Do you do you guys remember that? That yeah, a, yeah. apartment? Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. You really? Oh, the furniture sure. dome. Oh, I've been sorry. The legendary furniture dome, you know. (laughs) And uh, so I used to be parked in that alley. And at the time, I had like a Toyota truck that that had like a camper shell on the back. And there was like the two sliding windows. Um, And so, like, those were locked, like, in the inside. But someone, like, one night, like, cut like a perfect slit, like, around the side window, like, slithered in like a snake into the back window, like, of my truck and, like, just stole, like, my, like, cheap phone chargers and my like booklet of burned cds mm. that was it dude and just slithered and never opened my doors never broke any of the things just they must have crawled in and crawled out like a salamander dude it was like the weirdest <laughs> wow. thing i was like just yeah, actually, you know what? That's right around the, uh around that same area uh my car was parked and someone smashed the window out and grabbed like my uh like a backpack full of tools Oh, and like right. a really sick first aid kit that I had. Do you remember yeah. when Ship we when we lived in Van Nuys when uh, we were driving the van and I left my iPod in the van and I left the van unlocked and someone broke into the van and only took my iPod. Yeah, well, they didn't need they didn't break in. Oh, they didn't break the in. They just, just opened grabbed, the door. But I just never suspect that at all. That people yeah, no, all had... obsolete items to steal now is CDs and iPods. Like I know. Yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> Although I was thinking today, I would really, really fucking like an old school iPod because yeah, I still have mine, but I got to keep it uh, up, uh, plugged into a power source in order for it to stay on. The battery is totally totally. But, the, but all the songs still play. Oh, you can get so a, you can order a new battery for that shit off of eBay. Oh, okay. And figure out you could pop it open yourself and yep. get it. Yeah. 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 Fuck sure. yeah, dude. When Thank we you. Toured, 
When Frank, yeah, it's probably like really cheap too. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, it's probably like ten bucks. When Frank Costa was still playing in our band, like you know, at the beginning, and we were on tour together, he had an old school iPod, and he had so much shit on there, and I would just put it in, put like plug it in, and listen to stuff, and I just found out about so many bands that way. Well, what yeah. the, what was so cool about those things is that um, you could manually manage your songs. So yeah, if you went over about- to a friend's house, you're like. Let me let me hook up my iPod and you just go through their shit and just drop albums into it. Dude. Oh, that dude, I have like seven flesh rot demos from Dan Kenny, dude. Oh, nice. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> Maybe not seven, but like <laughs> yeah. seven songs or whatever. Like the various things that you had did as flesh rot before you you did it on you know the full release on Metal Blade. Yeah. All those demos and shit, Dan Kenny. Oh, like, oh, I okay. loved that shit back in the day. I jam- the MySpace stuff. Hell That's yeah! I found out about sure. Flesh Rot way before the the full length came out. I All right, what about though, you guys? What about when the iPod video came out and it was like you could put porn in this fucking thing? With that little tiny screen, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you were like, "Fuck yes!" <laughs> oh, that was for tour. Game changer, dude. Like, <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. There's video on it. That means you can put porn on there. Let's I'm Just getting like one of those fucking things. Squinting in the middle of the night. Like under okay, the and so I I had a, a crash symbol from from uh from guitar center that I had I had bought. And I, I was on tour when the iPod video came out and and I was like, dude, uh, I'm taking that symbol back and getting an iPod video. <laughs> Yeah, I took it back because then I, I got like 200 bucks off or something. One of Naveen's first romantic gifts to me was an iPod. That's Actually, right, yeah. that was the iPod that was stolen. Was it uh, uh, custom engraved? It no, wasn't custom engraved. There were some fucking prime tunes on it when he gave it, it to was me. Like it was like a mixtape. It was the iPod, uh, like, it was the, the little one that had the a video. Book, on the Nano. Oh. A nano. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. But someone had given it to me on tour, or something. I don't. Know. Anyway, and he's but, like, "I'll use it to get this girl." Yeah, I was like, "Here, you want this?" <laughs> like I paid a bunch of money for this. What's up? <laughs> nothing but hey, por- nothing but porn on it. <laughs> so what the fuck is Bang Bus? <laughs> <laughs> so that was hilarious. Good times, but you know now you got your. Your iPhone and it's got everything. Everything's in there. This thing sucks. I hate the, this. The current philosopher stone, the iPhone. What was yeah. just back in the day of, of your old old touring days, Naveen, with animosity and stuff like way back? How was your like means of music? Because in Decrepit, we had like different iPods, like like the old school yeah. ones, like that. And whoever was driving got to put on the music. You know, how was yeah, it for yeah. you guys so, in those old okay. days? So at first, it was the iPod. Because uh, <laughs> yeah. Leo, the vocalist, was the only one who had an iPod. Yeah, and we were like, rich kid shit. That's fucking crazy. It was like the first one that was super thick with the click thick. wheel. Yeah. Oh, the yeah. wheel. Oh. Yeah. I think Joel had one of those, right? And it was yeah. like, yo, I'm driving. Who's got the iPod, man? You know, pass that. Oh, yeah. And so it was that. But it was CD books, you know, before that. You'd bring your CD book out. Yep. I just oh, have yeah, like. Yeah, the books. Yeah. That. The. Like necrophages, I remember. Like I had, I had a black CD. I don't. That's the only black CD I've ever seen. It's like a burned copy of that. Oh yeah. And then I had. I actually have a small CD book some somewhere in my you house. You do. I I find it every like whenever we're cleaning yeah. during spring yeah. break. Yeah. Like case my, logic or some shit. Yeah, it's got totally. like my tour jams on there, and it's like it's all death metal, and then like Zappa, Frank Zappa, and Morgan Agron CD. That's oh, fuck, it. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. 
that was kind of my my thing but yeah it was mainly uh ipod and then you know once everybody had an ipod and you did that but we we broke up uh in 2008 so mm-hmm. yeah i don't think there was iphones at the time i think i had uh mm-hmm. i had maybe uh, a blackberry i think yeah, i had a sidekick music on it there wasn't oh, yeah i had a sidekick for sure i loved that very then i went into blackberry iPad, had the blackberry iPod. thought it was so sick to have the cordy I was never a BlackBerry guy. I, I had the Sidekick too. I had a couple of those, and then I think from there I went uh, to the iPhone. Yeah. Straight up. We were just talking about fucking. Me and my friends were just talking about Sidekick too yesterday. The thing was the best. Oh yeah, Sidekick. Fuck yeah, the one that like, you flip it and it. Yeah, that was the yeah, shit. Dude. It was <laughs> such a good product. Like the it way was. It, they yeah. streamlined everything to work just for just for the phone and like. You, they read uh, configured websites to work on it, you know? And uh, so that, that was pretty sick, you know, having that. Uh, but I saw all that stuff come into being. I actually, this is going to make me sound really old. I remember being on tour and uh, we played a show like outside of the Boston area. And it was with um, that band Embrace the End. I don't know if you guys yeah, remember that. Yeah, totally. But they were like, they were on a laptop and they were in their van. And they were like, yo, man, is there any Wi-Fi out there? And I was like, what the fuck's Wi-Fi? What the fuck's a Wi-Fi, dude? <laughs> like, I literally had never heard of wireless internet. And like, they were like, dude, it's like the internet, but you just, it just like flies into your to your to your computer. And I was like, wow, dude, that's fucking crazy, man. So yeah, that, that's, that's where I'm at. Yeah, that's where I'm coming from. Yeah. Hell yeah. You had I would definitely pager. borrow. I would definitely borrow Anthony's sidekick uh, in extreme uh, lonely moments and visit certain websites. Damn would send me. Uh, damn would send me like nude pictures, and it would take like like ten minutes to like, download. It's it like, yeah, it's whole... like the pictures going like. It's the... like Ooh. Yeah. Isn't that funny? Boop, how boop. it used to be you're like, like that. You're like, dude, this is gonna be so sick when it loads. <laughs> so and then it just freezes at the neck. You're like, God damn. <laughs> funny story about that too i remember when i had my sidekick too and i was like i was driving around one day and then like i pulled over and i was on mission street and i and i like because i was like i wonder if i could look up like porn sites on this thing you know you pulled over so, you're like i gotta i gotta pull over and see I, if it's, I can like, it's like a whole new thing like what does this thing do it's like so an epiphanous moment to where you literally have to pull the vehicle over Dude, pulled over and i tried and i was it 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 loaded pics, obviously. And then I remember I straight up way straight away texted Leo and I was like, dude, you can look at fucking porn on this thing. It's <laughs> the fucking future, dude. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Horrible. So, so yeah, anyway, I've talked about porn more than I have. Cali porn I could extend it with asking you who has better uh quality video the ipod or the sidekick too on when it comes to your porn oh, ipod ipod for sure down, dude. it had videos on it man like <laughs> the sidekick too it didn't play video i don't even know if there was, was there youtube at that time uh i, I don't know i, I don't didn't have the was. phone then. yeah what year did youtube start guys like 2006 or seven or six or seven okay that was like okay, yeah. so it was around that i want to say this was more like 2005 that i got that thing Four, five okay. six so maybe there was YouTube, but I, I don't think it was. But people weren't watching YouTube on their devices yet. That was like a that yeah. was like a knob oh, that like came like later. You know, YouTube came yeah. first. Then it was like apps for YouTube. You can watch it on the device. It like you know? In, the, in the, like the 2010s, and people would you know yeah yeah start watching YouTube all the time. Well, then it's like the iPhone. I remember when the first iPhone came out. Like it had 
all these capabilities, but the internet network like so, was still kind of slow. So it was like, yeah, it can, it, can like, it loads websites like normal websites, you know, and it's like, well, that's cool and all, but now it's, it took like so long to load yeah. a freaking website. And that's what was sick about the sidekick too. And I kind of wish there was something like that still where it just, it just makes it all simple, you know? And I don't know. That was like really cool. And the message. Totally and all that I, have no, I have nothing to offer on these phones because I don't think I had a phone until the th the iPhone three. No, you had a BlackBerry. When I oh, I had a BlackBerry, you. but I didn't really. I wasn't really into using it. I shared about a Nokia where you had to pull the antenna out. That, Holy that shit! That was my first Jesus. phone. Did you pull the antenna out? <laughs> I had a fucking pager. I was doing things. Dude. A pager. <laughs> that is yeah. that's dating. Yeah, so actually, I mean, when did you start playing guitar? <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I want to go back to where I wanted to. I know, I was just fucking around. I wanted to get into Cheney a little bit. Yeah, I wanted to get into Cheney because she said she's from the Midwest. I heard you're from. I I listened to you guys's. Uh, I actually really enjoyed your recent uh, Metal Blade announcement podcast. Yeah, yeah, I, I loved it. About it. I loved it. You guys were great. Yeah, I was watching it. <laughs> yeah yeah i told i called i hit him up and was like you guys need to get drunk more often on your podcast yeah you know what's oh, funny right. my, my mom particularly loved that episode and she's an avid listener you yeah. guys were having a blast and it made me I, I was busting tires while i was listening to like i'm having a good fucking time with these guys too and these and guys I, and gals too there so there go. is another podcast where i was really really drunk but i i feel bad about it on a regular basis i heard yeah. about that on the joel podcast you were talking yeah, about yeah. Uh, yeah. the blake one see this the is blake how guy. often he brings yeah. it up that's how bad he feels about oh, it. <laughs> exactly it, yeah. it sucks. i was like just because he's not if, if he had been drunk it would have been funny you know but he's just like you know totally <laughs> yeah he's all just you know, johnny be good like yeah. straight up dude you know uh, mr Amer captain america and it's like <laughs> I'm over there like, dude. <laughs> this is literally, this is so how, bad. this is what happens every time we're around BT Bam. I know, Not just I know, with I you, know. it's just because they don't like really participate in drinking as much as we do. So you get us on a bus after a show, after we, have, see, dude, after we see them like, perform colors in its yeah, entirety. Yeah, and we're like, fuck you And they guys, have I like, sick. I was at that Oakland show, like by the way. Mountains oh, yeah. of beer on their bus. Cause like, yeah. they somehow still, people give them beer. I like I think only one of them sort of you know only one of them sort of drinks it here and there, so they have like Kate so mountains Naveen of beer and I'm like, like dude, let me, what, let me have the these beers. Like, are you kidding me? You know, and uh, it's just they're like it's yeah, just whatever. Off, it's off kilter. So it's just not good, man. It's not good. <laughs> no, it actually wasn't bad at all, and it's never embarrassing ever because I went back and listened to the episode because Naveen wouldn't check it out, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna check it out and see if it was bad. And it didn't, you didn't even seem really drunk. I don't know. I just, that's, I think that's how these all seem, dude. You, you, yeah. you get out of it. Cause I don't listen to these, you know, and there's been yeah. times yeah. where I've gotten, I've gotten way past what I should be as a host of a fucking show, you know? <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and then I, you know, you get there that was only one time though. Oh, okay. I don't even, uh, maybe the, I feel there's, <laughs> no, you're like fine, man. That's what I'm trying to say. Is like yeah, that's what I'm, I'm good. Yeah. Right. See, I'm and good right now, but maybe at the end hilarious. of this one, I don't I know, the, dude. I think it was the Game Seaver episode or something. Okay. Like, so Casey knows. <laughs> yeah. Casey well, I mean, I, I had to make that beer. Either way, what happens is you're, we're doing this, we're hanging out, we're fucking getting 
fucked up and having a good time that's like what these these things are for it's like it's the same thing as if we were at shows you know we go out for a fucking smoke or you go out for a joint or you're backstage or whatever it's just like beers are always going and and we're all from like that same environment so it's like we we're latching on to the similarities of you know being in that atmosphere and, and going for it dude totally totally and I get to, we get to do it every Thursday night, which is awesome. All right. I'm we like, do it I'm like, Sunday. Well, we stopped. Yeah. <clears throat> we're, we're taking a uh, quick break for the, for the next few weeks. That's all good. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh. yeah. Well, you guys into yeah, a- we finished this album. You know, we're working on an album and it's like, we both work, you know, day jobs and blah, blah, blah. So we're like, you know what? Sunday, we usually kind of, kind of ends up spending the whole day because it's like, we'll do, we have to set everything up and then we have to, it's supposed to stay set up, but we always come in here and like take shit from the podcast. Like, oh, I need an extra XLR. I'll just grab it from the podcast room or like, you know what I mean? Or take the stand or take the mic or whatever. So we have to set everything up and then we do the podcast and then we we knock a few back, you know, not going to lie. Yeah. And then uh, <laughs> after it's like we're kind of drunk. It's like we're not going to do anything after that. So then we're just like, let's order Olive Garden, you know, whatever. Just <laughs> and then DoorDash. yeah we doordash and then it's Love like DoorDash. that's pretty much the whole day so we're like maybe we should just dedicate that day to doing you know album stuff and then we'll get back to the podcast after the, after, after the album's uh done that's cool dude i i've actually i'm very curious as to what it is to be like a couple who works on a project together and you main your main creative output is actually like pushed at each other you know and and put into like this one thing and and being like i know what it's like i've been married for you know a long time and and i've been with my wife for a very very long time and and living with somebody is something that's very difficult not i shouldn't say it's difficult it's it's something that it you know, ebbs and flows. You know what I'm saying? I'm not I'm yeah. not making I'm not making it sound like we have a difficult time. But I'm just saying like you know they got you're their- around each other all the time. That's what it yeah. is. What are you talking you know? about, dude? And you know what? You know actually to to touch on that something, love you, baby. something that I, I don't brought know what up. He's talking about. Something that I was thinking about a couple of weeks ago and brought up to Naveen is that is that it's interesting that in public school or in school they do not teach you relationship skills whatsoever mm-hmm. like they do not teach you most people end up in a couple and end up needing to uh learn and understand how to coexist mm-hmm. and you're yeah. not taught any of these fucking skills sure. ever as a child no. at all you're taught when, it on the playground that's yeah you're taught your social but, skills but no one is really there it's you're not being offered anything of valuable information it's like if you fuck up and you hurt someone else or you do something wrong you bully someone else then your your actions are being interjected on but there's no um this is how you maintain a healthy relationship or friendship with Mm. other people nothing like that comes up at all and i feel like that's something along with like you know how to pay taxes and how to run a business or be like a self-sufficient human these are the things that i think should actually be focused on more in school yeah. whereas <clears throat> because that's what you're dealing with the most when you grow up so going off of that like you know it is i don't think it's not difficult but it's like 
there you have to learn how to coexist in a house with someone else all of your stuff is their stuff they move shit around that you don't want moved around they do things that you wouldn't necessarily do and therefore you're like uh maybe analyzing what they do so i i think we both totally understand where you're coming from on that yeah no and and i was i was waiting for you to finish just to back step obviously it's <laughs> not very it's not <laughs> fucking difficult <laughs> i i've not only have my wife but i i i have three kids as well and i've actually Dude, to tell you the truth crazy. we found out the balance and it's going really well you know yeah. and, and you know with all the you know trials and tribulations of having three children and all that stuff is added in there but as a couple it's like we're fucking we know exactly how to handle shit we know what to do and all that but what i what i was trying to say is like to be creative together too like me and my wife we don't make anything together you know i so mean i'd like, say what you guys do is probably like way harder than what Cheney and i do you know it's like yeah right it's just fun. Uh, what like, am i so i got three kids we don't do anything creative I'm, together i'm talking stupid again <laughs> we, we definitely create together we literally yeah, created yeah. together yeah, yeah. so you know? I mean, just so, life it's not that big deal but, but <laughs> I, I get what you mean because those things are obviously like mentally people but keep albums are babies too separate you know? <clears throat> in a different um, way for sure but dude it's i think it helps that chain and i are like personality wise we we get along well and stuff like that well, obviously we get into little bickering matches but, but, I mean, who I've doesn't do a fight with every person i've been in a band with yeah, ever me too you so, know it's like something and that every person you live with too ever, right. uh, yeah. yeah yeah or tour oh, with yeah yeah totally i mean for the most part it's pretty it's pretty easy and then like on the new album, like I just wrote the whole album. So that's been honestly way easier because I think we just kind of more, I think Chaney and I have like a, a more similar music taste. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. there hasn't been anything like, oh, what am I going to, you know, how am I going to do vocals on that part or something that might be kind of but, out of her wheel wheelhouse like i know how to write stuff where i'm like yeah training's gonna totally kill but also, on this with, part. You know also I mean? with that being said i think that because we have such a close relationship with each other and there are all of these other elements of naveen and i that just fit together you know we mm -hmm. we have a good relationship he's my best friend you know we 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 get along on all of these things but we also can critique each other and it doesn't really uh, neither of us are bothered by doing that. Like if there's a riff I don't like, I'll be like, I hate that riff. Like, I think we should actually change it. And he respects my opinion. Yeah, yeah. Or if I'm not hitting a, a note or a, something that he thinks I should be hitting, then he'll be like, that sucks. We need to yeah, change yeah. it. And I think that we, we have a really honest relationship in that way. And it allows us creatively to, you know, go in directions we that I don't bullshit. even- exactly yeah, yeah. exactly so, but honestly it's for from where from where i stand it's nothing but but good stuff for yeah for, no it looks like almost it's the most part awesome. it's, it's really awesome to be able to like I, I think it enables us to get a lot more done because we don't have to schedule anything it's just we're just here at our house and we just work on stuff when uh when you're off work yeah yeah, yeah. but it's also distracting because yeah. it's like you know we want to like today we were like all right, we're going to fucking get up early and we're going to get some shit 
done and it's like you know we went to capitola village and like got drunk mexican food and- <laughs> <laughs> but also like you it's know nice outside though come on I mean. it does like i said i think there are a lot of things that help because i know a lot of people who i don't think that they would work well together yeah, necessarily yeah, and yeah. uh naveen and i just have a lot in common we like a lot of the same shit it just so happens that we met through music that's yeah. that's why we know each other and we have a mutual love of a lot of the same shit and, and that we, and we were together for like six years before we started a band you know what i mean so we kind of yeah. knew already, each other we already like worked out really all, knew each other. Yeah. yeah we already yeah. worked out all the weird shit before well, that going back to like you guys being you know in a band or meeting through music and stuff like that cheney you were in iowa so go back going back kind of pedaling back to you in iowa so you i know you were in a band called systems right was that the band yeah, but that was something that I started doing. Okay, so the the dudes through Systems, I actually met because, uh, so animals as leaders, Naveen used to be in animals, and they, on Naveen's like last tour, I was scheduling the lessons that Tosin and Hav and Naveen were doing. So through that, I, I scheduled these kids for a, a guitar lesson with Tosin, and that's, that's how I met them. And that's, where systems came from i listened to their material and they had another vocalist on it and i was like you should really let me do vocals on this and that's where that came from so systems is something that i did like two years after i moved to california but before when i was in des moines i was in a lot of local bands when i was a kid like Mm -hmm. i i started playing in bands when i was i don't know 17 and i had been going to local shows from the time i was like 13 so yeah i I was in this band called From Citizen to Soldier when Naveen and I met on a tour that he was doing with animals and uh, my band opened. And it's really weird because, so there were two local shows. For anyone out there playing local shows, you know it's a faux pas to to play like more than one show in a couple month span. So I wanted to open this Despised Icon tour. I sold tickets for that and I and I saw that Animals was coming through with Veil vale of Maya and I begged the promoter to be on that show. And he was like, if you sell out of tickets for Despised Icon, I had to sell like 80 tickets, then you can be on the Animals show. So I sold all of those fucking tickets so that my band could play the show. So it was like kind of weird that I was even that, you know, my band opened it and that we met that way. But I guess that's so how it was. What, what made you want to start singing and like, to become a vocalist so like was it metal in the beginning or was it was it clean singing what was it in the beginning no i sang uh i was in like swing choir when i was in middle school and i was the lead in a musical uh fiddler on the roof i did mm-hmm. that and then i started going to local shows when i was probably 12 or 13 and that's how i got funneled into metal i went to this advanced placement school like there was a middle school and then you could go to like take college courses at another school that you got bus to when you were uh, in middle school. And I did that. And I met a bunch of metal kids through that. And that's those kids kind of ignited my love for metal. And, you know, that's when I started going to shows and seeing all of that shit. And that's really how I got into it. I mean, I was I started going to local shows like when Slipknot really started popping off and I'm from Des Moines. So the local scene was fucking just killing at that point there was a show like every weekend from what I remember and yeah that's where it started I mean it just really seeing all of those people performing and fucking killing just 
ignited my passion for for being a part of the community and playing music. Do you think Slipknot helped build that metal community like in Des Moines? Like before Slipknot, there probably wasn't that much. I mean, that's kind of like a, you don't think of metal in Des Moines until Slipknot comes along. You know what I mean? Was there, did Slipknot kind of just blow that scene up? Uh, there, so I kind of came along a little after they blew up, but there was a scene uh, surrounding Slipknot. There was this band called 35 Inch Mutter that kind of had almost the same thing going on uh, as Slipknot. Like they would wear costumes from what I remember. And they really, yeah, Iowa thing. Yeah, they were well known around that time. And then when I, yeah, total, total Iowa thing. Gotta wear costumes. Totally. They're all mushroom heads from Des Moines, too. Yeah, it's like, gotta copy that. But I, so the original guitar player in Slipknot, Donnie Steele, left and started this band called uh, Kill Pact that was a sick-ass death metal band on a pale horse, which was the old vocalist of Slipknot, uh, Index Case, um, all kinds like of- The old vocalist, like Pain Face, I remember, Modifidius was a Joey Jordison project. I don't remember that band, but I definitely remember Pain Face. Modifidius is fun. It, it's fun and funny because it's like, they call themselves death metal, but it was really just like, (laughs) and then be like death metal underneath that. But the dude couldn't growl. He never growled. It'd be like, Like (laughs) and then you'll beg from cryptopsy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, totally dude. But yeah, I mean, there, I don't, I, I didn't really exist at the time that Slipknot was like the big local band. I came along right after that. But, you know, Stone Sour, that's the band that Corey came from. There was a lot of, a, there were a lot oh, so of bands there. that was a band before Slipknot, Stone Sour. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's yeah. I, I thought that was Corey. like, honestly, I was thought, thought he was like, yeah, I'm going to just change it up. Do my own thing. Yeah, he's like, I want that. I want that pop. I'm, I'm going to use my vocals now. I want to sing. That's oh, what right. I thought too. Yeah, As a super Slipknot fan, I could back it. They drafted him out of that. Yeah, no, and, Anders. Yeah, Anders was the original vocalist and he All right, so, was in On a Pale Horse. So, Anthony, yeah. if you're a super Slipknot fan. I was, yeah. So, do you know who Donnie Steele is, though? If you're, I, I don't know. They're, they're, they're not that I shouldn't say then. I'm super. Then I'm a really big fan because I don't yeah. remember all the names. Donnie, okay, Donnie Steele. But I do remember make feed kill repeat. Donnie, feed, Donnie kill, was repeat. on that record. Donnie was okay. on that record. Donnie is a fucking local Iowa guitar hero. He left Slipknot and then he started Kill Pact and then he was in uh, Upon Death's Arrival. And I don't know if he's played in anything since then, but dude, Donnie, so sick. I think he actually filled in for Paul Gray for a while. Oh, okay. Uh, between you know, after he passed, I'm not totally sure on that, but that was the rumor. The so, did, rumor. Anthony, did you see Slipknot in any of the early? I saw him at EFD during the self-titled album. All right. They didn't have anything else you out. Did, you, did you go to? You didn't go to the show at the Maritime. Musical? No, I didn't. You, okay, yeah, I, we went to that one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, How old were you when you went? Uh, I don't know. I must have been maybe fourteen. I yeah, dude. Because I was gonna say, like, I remember going to the pound. You guys did a battle of bands. How old were you then? Like fifteen, sixteen? Fuck. It was like uh, one of the first battle I, of bands you did. I joined and well, okay. Hmm. They actually did a battle of the bands before I was in the band, so it could have. Uh, I don't know. Uh, okay, maybe. 
I don't remember exactly. I thought I met all you guys that night, though. Well, I was in the band since I was when I was 16. So, okay. Because I was and the only I, one who had a driver's license. And I saw recently you said that you're, you're about to turn 36 tomorrow? Yeah. Uh, on Monday. Happy birthday then, dude. I'm, I'm 36 now. So we're right around the same time. It was like yeah. going to going to the pound at the same age, seeing everything that we were seeing. It was it was yeah. a, a monumental experience at that time, dude. Yep. And Cheney talking about her adolescence and all that stuff happening in her local scene. It's the exact same thing. You know, we have these these close knit communities that we end up, you know, stumbling across or, you know, you're in a band and all of a sudden now you're, you're playing shows and you realize you're in this community, you know? Yep. And, and, and I think that that's just like super important, no matter where you're from, you know, you got to find like a, a little fucking tight knit community. Yeah. No matter how small it is. So yeah. true. I know exactly how you feel, man. I remember like uh first time I played at the pound, I was like, Dude, dying fetus played on this stage. Yeah. And they're like high fiving. You know, like I've, I've covered di- I've covered dying fetus on that stage too. Dude. So it's oh, like, damn. Yeah. What what song? Uh, Opie to the masses. The Fuck first yeah. one on fucking uh, destroy the opposition. Yeah, I know. Oh, that's I know the, song. the jam. Yeah. We know yeah, it. We know jam. it. I know. I know. Be, and yeah, I don't know why I continued to explain where it was. I knew. The opposition is literally one of the best. I, I would put it in my top ten metal records. My top ten DM oh, records. Yeah, and awesome. Naveen was saying the same thing when he was sixteen. Yeah, that's I know. Thing, uh, you know, uh, it, yeah, like, that's what I'm saying we we have a lot of this those things in common Mm -hmm. when you're when you meet up with all these uh, anybody you know you figure out what you're into like i I, i'll never forget the animosity guys were always like dude the next like i remember frank being like the next one dude we're really we're really channeling misery index dude yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's like everything dying fetus related it was always dying fetus related yeah surprisingly like I don't think we really sounded that much like them. No, no to be no. honest, dude, you guys had your own, yeah. you well, had like your own our, thing. In our, that's just because I guess we're not that good at ripping bands off. You know what I mean? Like, it's just kind of, we kind of tried to rip them off. We tried to rip them off and like, that's what it sounded like. You know, because that was, that was definitely like the number one We band. still joke about that though. Like if you're ripping off a riff, we'll be like, that's the, this rip off. And it's like, it, n- all of them just sound like Naveen yeah. riff. Yeah, it's just mm-hmm. uh, not. <laughs> I just wasn't good at learning other people's stuff. So like, I remember I used to try to figure out bands shit uh, and then like, I just couldn't do it. So I just, I would just make a riff that was like kind of similar. You know what I mean? That's the fun part about learning other people's material. It's like, okay, now I know a few more like sick chords or sick notes that I can incorporate into my own stuff. Mm -hmm. I should probably do that because I don't know. I don't think I've ever learned like anyone's. Stuff at all. I guess Cheney and I did like a one minute of a dying fetus song, and like that was pretty cool. I learned like that was that much of it. That was that was tight. When did you guys? When did you guys like? So you guys get together. You guys trade iPods. You know, you start making love and all that stuff. (laughs) Um, (laughs) um, so when you guys get together, when when was the decision to start creating music together? Because you said six years you guys were together. So you guys was that ever a plan? Was it always a pipe dream? I did not want to do that. I 100% did not Ch- yeah. want to start a band with Naveen at all. He had to talk me into it. Like when after Cheney like went viral, you know, I was like, all right, damn, I'm gonna start playing metal again, dude. Get this shit going. <laughs> <laughs> jump on that, jump on that train. So as you're doing oh. the Naveen K shit, 
Is that yeah, I was like, I was like, fuck it, I'm gonna go do dubstep. You know, like I found yeah. out electronic music and I was like, these guys are rolling around with like nothing but a laptop. I want to fucking do that, dude. Fuck all this gear. <laughs> all this you know, and uh, so that kind of morphed into like me playing drums to it because you know I can't get away from drums and everything. And then uh, Cheney made like uh, Veil of Maya needed a new a new vocalist. You know, and I I had actually the stems for. A couple of Veil of Maya songs because I was doing like some remixes and I was like hey uh, you know Mark do you mind if Chaney does like a cover like I already have the stems I'll just take the vocals out and he's like yeah no whatever it doesn't matter and then um, so we made that video and like you know it went pretty I don't know I don't know if it went viral but it Dude, did it really totally well. went viral yeah. I woke up it was the week of my birthday it was okay? like a big deal. and Naveen yeah. was going on tours so we put it up on a Friday and I neither of us. I was like, OK, it's going to be cool, whatever. And I woke up and like Revolver magazine had reposted. Yeah, it. And it we're talking like about crazy. I've never been in a band that had been reposted by all of these. Yeah. Yeah. Before. Like before that training is like locals. Yeah. And like I, mean? I, yeah. I was in systems and metal metal injection posted it and was like, should this girl be the new vocalist of Veil of Maya and all of this stuff? You know, it. It did blow up from my oh, point yeah. of view. It was yeah. fucking crazy. No, I, yeah. I remember seeing it. I actually texted Mark and said, you guys should uh, get Chaney in your band. Yeah, yeah. I literally <laughs> saw that video. And did I you texted know her Mark. Had you met her before? Yeah, we had met. I think we I had, think we had that met. one time. Like, uh, like oh, in the Walls parking Fargo. lot. Yeah. yeah. Wells yeah. Fargo. Yeah, oh, that's right. <laughs> totally. <laughs> yeah, really, but, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, definitely like it. Yeah, it did really well. I, honestly, it was funny because I, I, so I went on tour like right after that and everybody on the tour was like, Oh, that's your girlfriend. Like you're, uh, she's fucking crazy. You know, she's sick, blah, blah, blah. And it was like, she was going to join Vale, And I was all tripping. I was like, fuck, dude, I don't want Cheney to go on tour like all the time. Like, you know, not, you know, leave me. This the roles is, have been reversed. Yeah. I was like, yeah. <laughs> dude, it, dude, it totally was like that. So I, remember, totally I was, was like, like I don't know if I can handle this. Dude, this is not good. I'm, like, oh, I'm going to start a band just so, just so she's in a band with me, dude. Fuck. <laughs> you got to lock her down that way. <laughs> it just so happened. That Frank, so Frank Costa, who's in an now he's in now he does Realms of Vision. You know he's got his project, but yeah. he came to Naveen to do that right project. around the time. Like Naveen, you should track my project. And Naveen yeah. was like, "Dude, fuck your project. Let's start a band together yeah. with Cheney." I was like, "Let's start a death metal band." Because, I mean, truth be told, all that all of that what I said, there is some truth to that for sure. You know, but I'm not that psycho of a boyfriend where I start a band. <laughs> uh, <just> obviously. <laughs> But I know you're, you're <laughs> embellishing because you're on a podcast live on YouTube. Yeah, there's a little bit of there's a little bit of truth there. But I, I was honestly like I'm starting to miss playing metal, you know, and I was kind of getting back into it on drums and stuff like I, I had uh, got a place to practice drums more. And uh, yeah, Frank hit me up and, and I'm like, dude, let's fucking start a death metal band and again. Evan, dude, and Evan, will fucking do vocals. It'll be sick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and then, Evan had just quit the faceless. So it kind of everything aligned at the perfect time that it was like, let's do this shit. And we just honestly planned on tracking the first EP and like having fun. And we were like, oh, cool. We'll play some local shows and maybe fly Evan out. To yeah, like, whatever. Show. It'd be fun. You know, it'd be cool. Yeah. Like, we're we're all kind of old or whatever. Like, fuck it. You know, we're yeah. at that point. I was like, what, you know, whatever. It's funny because I was like twenty nine. Yeah, yeah. I was just about yeah. to say you're turning 36 tomorrow, dude. I know. Like, yeah. So yeah, I was don't like, call what, ourselves don't call yourself old now because then it makes me feel old. 
I feel like I'll never be old. You know what I mean? I'll never be old. That's the state he'll of be, Yeah, he'll be like the, the Buddhist monk meditating at the end of his life to extend it like the Inception, dude. I know. I'm yeah. good to go. Like, I'm definitely going to live a long time. But so uh, we Knock got... Wood, Doug. We got that. <laughs> <laughs> but with that being said, but even before all of this, Flesh Rot is like in my top 10 metal records, I would put that, I would put Dementia Dyslexia. Like go. I yeah. loved Flesh Rot a lot far before oh, yeah. and I well, were together. Well, speaking of Flesh Rot, do you remember this place, Naveen? I don't know if you remember. It's called a. Like triple A mini storage or something. Until we moved into here, I went back to triple A mini storage and I had a, a pretty sick space up in there, man. Oh yeah. It's still it going off. strong, huh? Still going it's strong, sick, dude. Yeah, my, my mom had a spot over there and I went over there to help her like put some shelves up. Yeah. And I was like, damn, there's fucking bands jamming here. I'm going to get a spot here. Cause I had yeah. nowhere to, to practice for a long time. And then, uh, yeah, I got a spot there, and then after we moved into this house, I, that's when I shut it down. But yeah, dude, yeah. I remember you guys jamming there, like with decrepit yeah. and stuff. Yeah. It was like, and odious. Well, so just just so everybody knows, like deal. it's like a you know a storage place that let bands practice, and they had the big bay doors, and we had a was room. Watsonville. So, yeah, in Watsonville, and you know, in California, you know, south of Santa Cruz, and so we would like do our our practices with odious. And then mm -hmm. decrepit afterwards. It was always odious decrepit practices. Back. To you guys had like the big room. Like it was. We did have a big. We room. had a big one. Yeah. Room. It was like sick. It was like and, uh, a boat or something. But and you yeah. guys were like three or four yeah. structures up, and so then you guys walk, were over down the way. So and, we would walk guys, over and yeah. watch flesh rot practice, <laughs> or yeah. watch you guys I, doing I Empire songs. Yeah, the dude. animosity dudes. I know. This is like two thousand five, two thousand six. Yeah, yeah, it I was uh, about, before you know, Empire was, like way was recorded back. because yeah, yeah. Um, like Leo did a year of like college in Santa Cruz. So uh, we would actually yeah. jam down here. And uh, yeah, that's when that was for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that was sick, dude. I remember that like and watching you guys jam. I was like, um, I mean, still am mega decrepit <laughs> fan, you know, so it was like, yeah, I mean, having them jam. You know, having you guys jam up the way, it was like, well, dude, I mean, start, I, was, I think I'd die. Yeah, I'd I was die. like, I was always such an insane <laughs> fan of Naveen, like of your drumming, dude, just like ridiculous. I was always just like, Naveen's the best. Like, I, like you. you you were so nice to me too, man, like all the time. But like, no, I just I, remember specifically coming over like this one time and like, and you guys were doing a flesh rot practice and it was like so sick. Like, I like saw the whole thing. Like, I just remember that, like, like there was a couple times, but there's this one time yeah, where yeah. just like, oh man, it's so good. We I think shared I a that. spot, dude. We shared a spot. I mean, it was Taste of Blood, <laughs> Animosity, Odious. I think I want to yep. say for a little while, and then like, and then we moved out with Decrepit and got that bigger room, and then I think like literally, I want to oh, say fucking right within like a we month or two after. That. But the oh, thing wait, is though, totally they got their shit. That. You guys got your shit broken into, right? Oh, yeah. uh, so, I've heard about that. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. I totally forgot. And I was like, shit. I mean, I was like, fucking so chapped for you guys. I was like, fuck. And I was also like, goddamn, glad we got, got out of there. But um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but there dude. was, but there was like a, there was like a meth lab, like that uh, got busted next, next to that room. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so good. actually, that guy uh, confirmed did the robbery, and we got some of the stuff back. Oh, oh shit. Yeah, yeah, we got we got some of the stuff back. Uh, I mean, it was pretty shitty, like, um, our 
amps got stolen. What was funny though is nothing. <laughs> the only thing of mine that got stolen was my Axis double bass pedal. That was it. Mm. So I guess that goes back to what we were saying before, where it's like people don't want to steal drums. I mean, there's probably not a whole lot of <laughs> resale lot there, to, you know? and it's a lot yeah. to steal. Yeah, but, drums suck to carry, dude. It totally <laughs> do. But yeah, they they. But dude, I'll tell you what. The symbol bag is it? Yeah. Oh uh, God. That would be smart though if someone it's stole a big bag of coins, car. basically. Yeah. It really. It sucks to carry. Yeah, but they're I'm all worth like three hundred dollar, two hundred. I know. There's a lot of, a lot of. There's some money there. Yeah. There totally is. But yeah, when I moved, if back, anyone wants to steal, so yeah, I was super like sketch, sketch to move back over there, you know. Yeah. But I set sure. up all sorts of like booby traps, totally. and shit, dude. My oh, really was legit, man. Booby he really traps. did. I want to know. Elaborate really? on this. Booby <laughs> <traps>. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was Reports. no booby traps, but there <laughs> was. <laughs> it was really hard. Any time I went, I had to call him and ask him like how exactly There's to place my hand. No way to break in straight up. I I did something really smart. Like I. God, I almost, no, I'm not going to get this. Don't give it out, dude. Yeah, yeah, dude, okay. I am so I'll curious, dude. No, we, dri we drilled into the concrete. Maybe on the after we, put, pod. we drilled in the concrete and put two extra locks on each side. With like That's cool. Cool. Locks. We did. Here's yeah. the problem. The locks are still, and you can still see the locks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. On my shit, you don't know where the locks are. <laughs> oh, shit, dude. Yeah, wow. that's right. So you gotta know where the lock is. It was hidden, dude. I, I Damn, installed dude. a lock hidden style. Naveen's so the lock. If you is a ninja, dude. If you tried to open this door, it just wouldn't open. It's like he has to. There's open, no way to do it. Open it like Jack Black in the Pick of Destiny, where he has to use his penis to press the button. <laughs> yeah, and, and and like That's pretty much it. Go around the yeah. lasers and fucking. So I felt like a real confident. I was like, there's no way motherfuckers are going to break into this industry yeah, yeah. unless they saw me lock it when I leave. Unless they heard you on this podcast. And then you were going to almost go into detail. When I would lock it up, dude, I'd make sure like, okay, there's nobody around, you know? And if yeah, there yeah. was, I would wait for him to leave until I did it. And then I would do it because it was, it was pretty slick, dude. I got to say. You got, like an, you got like an eye scanner like on your like thing. <laughs> or grab like the smoke bomb drops to do it while you do it so nobody can see like it's like a hundred fifty dollar a month spot well when you were there i know with uh i know the drummer and i shouldn't say this he's not I mean slayers is done now but paul from slayer lives in capitola and like I've he heard that. i've heard yeah, that. yeah i've rent dude there was one time real quick story side note that i literally saw him at work I would see him constantly. I just kept running into the guy, like to the point where it was getting like, like weird. Like I would like, go. I'm, there's one time, I, yeah, I saw him once at work. Then I went on my lunch break, saw him again, and then me and my ex went to a movie. Or no, we went to dinner or dinner at uh, uh, Dharma's. Saw him again, and then we went to the Jurassic World premiere in Scotts Valley, and he was fucking there. And then he started walking towards our car, and we ducked. So he wouldn't see us again because I was like, this is too awkward. <laughs> oh, my God. I straight up ducked. I was like, dude, I've said what's up to this guy four times today. Like, he's going to think we're following him. Like, this is like oh, getting like, out of, this yeah. is getting out of, like. Out then of he saw you guys duck and be all weird. <laughs> I know. Okay. And it just made it way worse. Yeah. <laughs> I heard that he jammed there for sure. Like, I, yeah, I yeah. wasn't aware of that. That was like recently, though, right? I mean, like, yeah, it was the last, last four or five years. Yeah, I yeah. know that he was jamming there. Yeah. Because <clears throat> I, I had a spot there again probably two years ago 
Well, maybe more. Yeah, no, it was point. two years because we moved into here like an, a year and a half ago and you moved out of there when we moved in here. Yeah. So. <clears throat> but it, it's killer. I mean, if you can find spots like that, especially in Santa Cruz, dude, are you kidding me? That's I mean, like, yeah. that's the best. That in Santa Cruz is a gem. I could not believe yeah. how cheap it was. It's it was insane. like, even today, it was, I believe it was 200 bucks a month. Wow. Jesus. Wow. Which wow. back when I was, when like I was a kid, it was like, all right, we're going to split it 10 ways, 20 bucks. You know? <laughs> yeah, Isn't yeah. that funny how it was so hard to come up with that money, too? When when oh, you were yeah. like, oh, like, dude, bucks. we're all splitting $50. That's so much money. I can I it comes at the worst time. Like, and we have to eat the worst time. Yeah. I remember actually it was 20 a month for each person when we had it before. It's expensive. Well, yeah. when you're 18, it was like 20 bucks to time to pay up. <laughs> so 200 up. bucks. I think our big one was like 350, 400 bucks. So prices like just don't go up there. They just like keep the same baseline. Like I no want to say it was 200 bucks, man. Straight up. Damn, Santa Cruz folks, you want to jam out? AAA mini storage, Watsonville, California. I, I, there's, there's, I think there's stuff. like a gnarly wait list though. Like <laughs> yeah. I just happened to get lucky. I don't know. It was well, weird. I think you might have had an in because of your mom's uh so I did have an in because my mom. And I, I did ha I had insider info that my mom's friend was leaving. So I might have got uh, her spot. Yeah. <laughs> Actually the spot that I had was sick because there wasn't any other bands on that row. Yeah, no, it was the quiet row. Yeah. So it was like and it's right along highway one. There is there any house there isn't really any houses right around no. there either. So it's just like you can fucking do whatever the fuck well, you want. You know want, what's dude. actually hilarious about it? You Anthony, have you not been there for a long time? I have not been there for okay. a long time. What's funny is right next door, like on, you know, that way there's like that driveway up there. Yep. So like to the right of the driveway, there's like an actual legit storage spot now. Yeah. A way nicer one. <laughs> like an, one that's air conditioned. Yeah. yeah. And like all the sketchy fucking weirdos and bands are in the triple uh, ones. You know, it's like, it's just yeah. so weird. So all, the, all the meth heads are just scoping that fancy one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Dude, totally. like at it with There's all kinds of broken down cars and, and shit. <laughs> Dude, it's the best spot. It used that to be, it used to be so an good. RV, a bunch of RVs used to park in there and shit. Yep. I don't know if they still do. Oh, dude, trust me. I'm, I had my wits about me when I was in there. Well, uh, you know, lately I'm like, I, I could tell there was a guy in one of the RVs, you know? But yeah. they claimed he was like, you know, keeping an eye Watching on it. Yeah. I still don't trust. I didn't him. You know, trust property that. manager. Dude. Yeah. yeah. Uh -oh. Everybody knows about a property manager, at, even at a real rehearsal studio. Did you ever had a rehearsal studio that had a 24 hour rehearsals man or uh, property manager? It's like, what kind of guy is yeah. that, dude? That's dude, a, yeah. It's a guy that never sleeps, dude. And how does he not sleep? He tweaks. That's, that's how he does it, dude. <laughs> Got, I know. He's got, he's literally, what it is his inside scoop on like where the good gear is and shit. Totally. So that's why, like I said, I was like real. I I was real scared. Like not. I was real paranoid when I was there. Which I I don't like being paranoid, but I was just real like always looking around who was there. You know, I wouldn't practice with the door open. If someone rolled by, I would close the door real quick. You know, like. Yeah. yeah. I'm really surprised that you guys are talking about tweakers in Santa Cruz because I feel like. I don't really run into them that often. And we were visiting Des Moines. Uh, we just got back on Tuesday and it was like, dude, the tweak there is super <laughs> strong. And it's super it's strong. Flowing. The it tweak is like, super strong like in Iowa. Iowa. It flows yeah. like wine. I think people here are more into doing heroin and shit like that. Yeah. yeah it's like yeah. we went into a Jimmy John's and we ordered from this lady and she was so fucking high on meth that I was like, how is she even existing right now? 
And then two cops walked in after us. Well, we thought they were going to arrest her. I thought, you know, I was like, I was like, how are they they not? (laughs) She was tweaking so hard and she was like, she was overcompensating. So she was coming up with all kinds of stories to tell the cops. And I was just watching from afar, like, you should know that this actually makes it look like you're tweaking even harder than you think yeah. that it does. Yeah, you should yeah. not say anything right now. She should well, have been like, I got in a condition. My eyes bol- bulging out of my yeah. head. That's, oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> if you listen to YMH podcast, you'll learn uh, yeah. uh, the, the tweakers go to the cops. That's what it is. She probably called the cops on herself, yeah. dude. She probably was like, just come over to Jimmy John's, dude. I'm... I'm, I'm. <laughs> Twacked. It must have been because we were actually like we were with our friend and they were like, "Oh shit, are they coming to get that girl?" <laughs> like that's literally what we said. I know. And then and then the cops they accidentally cool, they gr- accidentally grabbed our sandwiches. So on the way out of Jimmy John's, they like apologized to Naveen, but I thought that they were yelling at us to like say mention something about the girl who was twacked out. The <laughs> no. <laughs> no, they were just like, "Hey, we're sorry about that." You know, so. Yeah, I thought they were talking about the tweaker, but. Fuck, dude. This is just getting sandwiches. Why is my life not have anything like that, dude? Like in South City, if I go to fucking grab a sandwich or whatever, like you're not gonna see weird in South City, dude. I guess I don't know. We've seen some shit with going and visiting Casey. Going to visit Casey. Yeah, we we saw like a nations was definitely gonna be. uh, Are you guys talking about? Are you? I have no (laughs) idea what you're talking about at all. At uh, Daily City Nations, dude, where uh, where you would possibly get a milkshake thrown on you, and yeah, yeah, we got milkshakes uh, thrown on us, and just like was it Dan like Kenny some, with some, us like, that night? Yeah, oh, pro- I don't yeah. even remember. No, I think was, we I remember. There. I called. I called the fight. I was like, there was like some like someone. Yeah, you felt other, it like, coming, dude. All yeah, the, someone, all right, we got uh, in this corner. We got a meth guy. Another corner. Yeah. We, <laughs> yeah. So everybody knows this is like a, a a burger place called Nations. It was like across the street from where I lived and uh yeah. Daily City. Late yeah, that was uh, that was, uh bring entertainment bananas. Dude. They brought the bananas. Or you there, show dude. up super high and then you realize you're in front of two cops behind you in line. <laughs> yeah, there was always cops there. there. That sucked so bad when I used to smoke and shit and you get there and there's a bunch of cops in there. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but people were like shit face drunk, like yeah. Yeah. like throwing so 24 hours on each other and it's like yeah. But it's like it's like just a little diner. They're like, on their break. Like a, they're just trying to eat. It's like it's like yeah. a super small diner, like that that that's like just south of San Francisco, like the first exit, like out, yeah. out of the city, and it's like open till like what, like two, three in the morning or some yeah. shit, you know. And so those we, places, we, it's we like the there. yeah, fucking Taco Bell downtown Santa Cruz, like when the bars would fucking close. Uh, like it's closed like, out. Yeah. Close. It's close. I know it's gone. It. I know they're like, this is fuck this. This is <laughs> yeah, yeah. Talk about no, it was like, like a war zone, office, dude. This is not worth it, man. Dude, dude yeah, one time, totally, yeah. dude, I was there once and this guy was all pissed off. And there was like the, the menus were like up top, and this guy just grabs all the menus and just rips them and just shatters <laughs> them on the ground. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, yeah, that's like, like, like eating a quesadilla all the time, dude. Yeah, yeah. I bananas. got roofied at a show one time and nice. I like blacked out and walked out of it and walked to that Taco Bell. And yeah. I was so fucked up that I was acting very, very strange. And I've always wondered why they didn't like say something. So, yeah, we like, why to... is this girl acting weird? And it's because all of the fucked up people they didn't even, yeah, that talk about. They didn't even. Yeah, they're like, oh, she's normal. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we think that we both got roofied. We definitely Maybe, did. Yeah, because Jesus, we were at Motive 
You know that place? Oh. Mm-hmm. Now we're giving, like, are we giving Motive a bad name? Motive we're was at, great. I, I, I don't beep. think it's... Dude, honestly, it I don't think... It has nothing to do with the place. It was kind of a bad motive, though, behind that. So we were there, and like... We didn't drink that much, you know? No, but I put my drink down and I'm yeah. pretty sure it got roofy while it was done. Like Cheney drinks and I drank some of her drink too. And we were so, I mean, we were. Well, I, like, I never black out. Yeah, I do like not fall black asleep out in off your of alcohol. Type and stuff. yeah, it was raining outside and we were still living at the barn behind Naveen's mom's house. And we mm. both just decided to sleep outside while it was raining. And that's not, nothing <laughs> that has ever happened before in my entire life. Fucking <laughs> Naveen. <laughs> We've been eating a lot of food and gaining weight. It's hard to get behind yeah, that, <laughs> that that COVID fucking weight is is real, dude. That's dude. uh especially with that. I mean, too. like we were talking on your podcast, like the DoorDash shit. I've been, I haven't been doing it lately, but it was like getting to the point where it was like two to three times a day that I would get DoorDash. Just you like, haven't been oh, ordering damn. at all. Um, I do maybe one time a week now, but it was like oh. two to three times a day. But it was like I was like looking at my like the like that budget breakdown of it and i'm like dude i'm spending close to like 70 to 100 dollars a day on fucking just like food to come to my house and i'm not even just i'm just like i'm just like yeah whatever i'm just pressing a button though i don't know it's like king joel <laughs> i know i'm king joel bring me what I, I want steak yeah just like place my food right where i just like go down the stairs and go whoop i'm just i'm done like i i get all weird about like I get super impatient now about like waiting in lines and like ordering like a normal person. Now I'm just like, fuck, dude. Like I should just DoorDash this. It would have been like two more dollars to DoorDash it. Like, like why am I doing? I, I pay for the subscription. What am I doing? Like, totally. I can just DoorDash it. I, I have gotten into the Zen of cooking lately, so That's I like smart. really enjoy. I like I don't know. I, I just figured out that I enjoy like cutting vegetables and like stir fries. <laughs> I'm like the stir fry master now. That's awesome. Straight up, dude. Dude, I, I it's kind of a Zen thing. I, and I was listening to Entheos the entire time. And uh, oh. I, I listened to every single thing you guys did. And I love it all. It's so dude, thank good, you. dude. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I can't wait for you to hear the new one, man. The new That's album so is so 5,000 million times better. You guys are not. <laughs> we'll start a couple songs. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I want to finish. Yeah. Isn't that 5 billion? It probably five thousand million. Yeah, five, five billion. That's five billion. There we go. It's five billion. I just got. Yeah. I just Better. got something to say. Down. I just got. What I gotta say is that you guys are really fucking rad, dude. Your music dude, is so good, dude. Really thanks. good, and thanks. it's super fucking original. And all the oh my god, dude. And it, like <laughs> I've I've been watching because like Nivi and I follow you like and I watch all of your stuff and thanks. I've like mostly for like the last couple of years or a few years, like heard your, heard your stuff like through your like Instagram and all that kind of stuff, like posts and I've like watched like clips and stuff, but um, digging deep into your albums and like listening to everything and like all the stuff that you did, all the, all the electronic stuff, the vocal, like, dude, you guys oh, are you. really fucking good, dude. Thanks. Thank man. you, man. Thank, it means thank you. Yeah. That's really sick. Yeah, and, and I, original I, too. Oh, well, yeah, like, Joseph's got something. Sorry, Joseph's been all. No, dude, no, that's it. Well, I got like ten more things to say. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I'll, I'll, I, I wanted to. I haven't even gotten to really introduce myself yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I mean, How's it going, Joseph? Half, What's up, dudes? Can I just say I'm, I'm a big fan of both of both of you guys, but going back with Naveen to like animosity and and animals and like I've been there the whole time, dude. Like. Anytime you like imagine your fan base, it's it's me. Like I just have been listening <laughs> the whole time. Thank you so much, man. I, like I don't know what to say. That's so awesome. 
Like I just both. wanted to follow up on on the Casey liking the Entheo stuff by saying I have a pair of the Primal shorts that you guys oh, sold. Those are I old. I wish I was fucking wearing them. Like they're they're at my house. I'm at my studio right now. I forgot to bring them, but I was gonna like wear them for the episode. Yeah, the dick shots. Wear them and get the dick shot the whole time. <laughs> the dick shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah just put it. I could like stand up. Yeah. Hand I'm down. Not wearing them. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, dude. No, like I don't know. I I have I have a bunch of questions for for later on in the pod about you know earlier stuff too. But yeah, I just wanted to second mm. that the Entheos thing is sick, and I like can't wait for the dude. Thank you so much. I, I I we appreciate that so much, man. Because uh, we don't take that kind of stuff for granted. You know, it means a lot to me, for sure. Uh, oh, yeah. When anybody is paying attention, it's just, I don't know, it blows my mind, for sure. So, so actually, I mean, just to keep things going, the the choice to go with just YouTube being the band. Mm-hmm. And it so when that choice was made, was the decision being, okay, we're going to just hire buddies to play live? Or because I know that you guys have, on your <laughs> podcast, have openly said, you know, we wanted to do like the band thing and blah, blah, blah. And then we decided to do just us. So what's the plan like playing live? Like, how does that work? Yeah. That's good, pretty much a good question. Man. Yeah. Good question. Yeah. That's pretty much what we're going to do. Well, you know, really, we made the decision out of a place where it was like, we don't want to be a band that's constantly changing members all the time. And yeah. that stuff is like, changing all the time because the reality is that Naveen has written a large amount of our music from the beginning so it was like we were like okay let's maybe we should just maybe be a little more forefront and honest he didn't write he didn't play bass on the record that we're doing so we do have a guy who played bass who's amazing who we would love to take (laughs) live but the reality is that yes we want to be in a position where there's going to be a consistent, there's a consistent band and the band is Naveen and I, but we will take the best musicians live that we can possibly take. Like we, you know, we, we prioritize playing live in a way like we, we want our live show to be as good as possible Mm -hmm. and we want to take out sick ass people. But the reality of being in the kind of band that we're in is that not everyone can like sacrifice all of their time for the yeah. rest of their life to leave and tour and not make, uh, you know, necessarily a, a millions of dollars when they that's come a, back. It's a smart idea. I mean, when you, when you guys said it at first, I was like, huh, that's interesting. Then I was like, well, I mean, so many bands are cycling through people constantly anyway. It might as well just yeah. have the, the core group. And then if there wants to be, you know, some touring live people that want to be consistent and, and tour, that's cool too. Or if they can't, then we'll get someone else that can do it. You know, it's like, you have that option you have that that openness to be like well it's not like announcing oh so-and-so quit dude exactly that became so tiring that became so fucking tiring to do that all the time and and there were points where we're like should we announce this person yet should we not and you know it's like it's hard to allow people into your band when you've been working towards something for six years and they just enter the picture when you're at a certain point but they haven't necessarily put up with all the same bullshit that you have the entire time and be like, mm-hmm. you're a fully fledged member of the band who actually doesn't write any of the music and has nothing to do with anything on the opposite side of playing live. And honestly, it was like, I, just continuing to add people after Evan decided to leave and Evan was like a, a core member of our band. And after Travis decided to leave, it was like, it just doesn't feel good to keep repeating this cycle over <clears throat> yeah, and over yeah. and over forever yeah. it's yeah, not 
and it's just it's just a really weird situation you, you know what i mean there's not a whole lot of bands that are or probably none that are in the same exact situation as us like being that Chaney and i are we live together and we're uh, you know a couple and uh i write a lot, the drummer writes a lot of the music you know it, it's just a really weird unique situation so we were more just like let's embrace that be like i like i look at it as we're just being more honest about what is actually yeah. going on you because know yeah, if, you've, you've if, peeled back the layers you've yeah, like exactly yeah it's like you just showed like of, the real core of the situation this is the core of it now yeah. exactly i mean you know? and it, it came to a point over time where it was obvious that naveen and i have this very unified vision of what we want to do with the band and there's not necessarily anyone who who's completely aligned yeah. with that vision like we no, know no one what, there to vote it down no one could vote yeah. it down and, and honestly exactly. we wouldn't we shouldn't really expect people to be in the same position as us you know like we're down to we're down to do whatever you know maybe mm -hmm. take a hit here and there or whatever it means we're down to do it because you know Chaney and i are we're in it for the long haul you know and i nice. and i think it just makes a little more sense to be realistic with people about whatever their involvement is going to be rather than say like yeah. like the old school way like oh this is like a brotherhood we're all in it together and stuff and it's like you know oh we're getting older and stuff like it, it makes sense like i get it you know not everybody can be as dedicated as we are you know and that's mm -hmm. kind of going back to reiterating myself it's just a little more honest about what's actually going on here yeah you know? and really and like what cheney was saying having like the the solid base and the image be us you know <laughs> and then people can come and go maybe that'll change you know maybe that'll change yeah there's no there ain't no telling what <laughs> what is going to happen in the future yeah. like i said the guy who played bass on our album is fucking incredible yeah. and it did an amazing job and you know i don't know if he'll continue if he'll play on the next record as well but uh we kind of just want it to be that way it's like there mm. are there are people who are doing things like this, this devin townsend i think is a fantastic yeah. example of someone oh, who has just made that work with the most killer bands ever yeah. he always has amazing live musicians uh going out with him frank zappa if we're you know if we're going back uh, it does happen i don't think it ever really happens as much in metal but it's like we're willing to take a fucking risk yeah. and and yeah, and we, we kind of at least wanted to do one album where it's like, you know, just to sort of put it out there, like, you know, here's what's going, here's what's, what's the core is. So if it changes in the future, there's always that one album that just, you know, her and I made together. And but with they, all uh, of this being said, our sound hasn't changed. Like we still sound like Entheos yeah, because, totally. you know, it's my voice and Naveen writes all of the music now but it's been i mean a good 80 90 percent of the music in the past so, so do you do the electronic stuff too divine because i've seen you post yeah, about yeah, for sure for sure i love that yeah. shit in it dude awesome. oh yeah thank you thank i I, you. I think that adds to the originality and the sickness of the whole thing i i i fucking love that shit it's good yeah thank that's you. awesome I yeah I love I got everything it. about your music man seriously dude, thank you so much i'm not man. i'm not i i, I don't say that if i'm not serious like <laughs> very serious uh, right now no, i wouldn't imagine but, uh, it. Uh, yeah thanks i mean we gotta get more drums. of that going i do need the... I, I i do need to be honest that i need to have 
a quick dr- drum nerd moment with Naveen. Like, you yeah, guys are cool with that? Yeah, so. Oh, I'm cool with it. So what drums are you playing? How many kits do you have right now? What's going on? What's your setup? All that <laughs> simple. I've got, uh, so I have Tama. A, a lot of Tama and here. And Joe goes to the bathroom. Here he goes. And, uh, <laughs> it's like, fuck this. Mainly I have, um, so I got this kit like probably three or four years ago. Um, it's like the Tama Star Classic Babinga kit. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had them yeah. like custom make it like all the sizes are like exactly what I wanted and oh, stuff. So do you endorse Tama? Yeah. Oh, yeah. sick. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I, I have for uh, a, a, a I while. Think 10 years. Since, yeah, since it's I was in animals. Years. Yeah. So I have yeah, I like, mm-hmm. I've got a few different Tama kits, but I, I got this like really sweet, the star classic, uh, Babinga one before it was like endangered and stuff. And, um, honestly, it's like just the perfect sizes and everything. And I had, I had them make me, a a 12 by 12 floor Tom. So it's like, it's like the only one that exists, you know? And I'm just like, oh, man, shit. Like, a 12 like, floor Tom, dude. <clears throat> yeah. So I have like that okay. to my left and then I have super like small. Yeah, I remember you saying super small. That. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know anything about drums, but I'm just hearing uh, 12 and I'm like, as a floor Tom, yeah, I know what a foot feels like, you know. Anthony deals with tires and stuff, so he's like 12 years. Yeah. That's really <laughs> I have like this little floor tom, and like I don't know, it's just so sick. So a 12 inch floor I, tom. Yeah. That's yeah. sick, man. Yeah, it's really cool. sick. So I have I like uh I have that kit, and that's mainly what I use just because I like I said, I got it kind of custom and like I haven't really wanted anything since then, but I am thinking about getting a new kit that's black. Like, cause that would be, that'd be sick just to have like a solid black kit. I've never had that. And then I'm also thinking about switching over to two kicks. I'm yeah. a, I'm an advocate. Heard it first on Kelly death podcast. That is the first, that is the debut. I keep every day. I'm like, fuck, will you order that kit? Yeah, I want it to be two, two uh, kicks, dude. All metal. They look you know sick. Shit. What sizes? I, I don't 20s, know. 20s, 22s. I think 20s I are kind know. of a sick size, right? Probably 20. Yeah. You know what's... I'm still 22s, but... What's know. shitty is like, I just love the sizes that my kit is now. So mm-hmm. I don't really want to get the same kit, but it's, you know, I, I want to yeah. do something different. So is your kit a 22 about, now? It's a 20. A 20? Yeah. You, you you get that fat sound out of a 20? The... uh. The All of the Anthea stuff, it. like that kick drum that you're getting, that's a twenty. I don't think you so used a twenty on our. I've team. not that kick that kit like, that's... has not been used on Anthea's album. But I thought okay. you used, didn't. You, did you use a smaller kick? Than no, a 20? The, the, okay. Or so the, the kick on Dark Future is yeah. a hyperdrive twenty-two. Okay, I, I yeah. I don't know why I just like knew that was a twenty. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. What and did then, you uh, use on this record? This record is the the Babinga kit, but the the the, the kick's triggering on this album. So, yeah, 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 exactly. But there's Good something it. about the. So good. Like yeah. Zach I don't has. Know. I think a 22 is. I'm sorry. It's a perfect oh, size. I'm, I'm, then I'm done. That's oh, 22 good. is definitely the. If you're not gonna trigger, kind of really is. Go dude. 22 for sure. Yeah. But I've been ripping the triggers a lot. Yang, what up? Oh shit! <laughs> Damn. Oh, oh, yeah, just as <laughs> nice. I got the fucking Marie jersey on the front right now. I don't know if you can see. <laughs> but, there you go. Oh, yeah. Joseph's got that red kit. It's sick. Dude. Um. I actually I did more Pearl. symmetrical symbol placing, kind of inspired by the the last two videos, Naveen, where you were comparing the Thank symbols. You. Thank you. And um, I threw like the symmetry side thing going, yeah. and, and I'm loving it. So, dude, those are actually like 
it's like legit the same you know except for uh one splash is smaller that's it like oh you have like 16 16 like the same exact symbol 18 same exact yeah okay he he measured them all out like perfectly fractal and shit yeah dude it is it's like really i had the idea like i just kind of came up with the idea and i was like fuck i gotta do that that'd be so sick like have the exact same setup left and right you know and then like Mm -hmm. that's kind of why i want to get the second kick you know so it's like yeah yeah two kits but just legit i always loved having two kicks i don't anymore but i loved it dude like i want to get like another one like for my I remember you did that. What did you, what did you love about it? What was the? I don't know why. It, it just feels better than a double, than a double bass pedal. Like it's like better. Really, playing two individual kicks. Yeah, feels mm-hmm. better. Than... It's a different feeling at first. It, like if you're used to doing like a, like a pedal, but like once you like play on two kicks, you're like, oh, it's better. Like yeah, yeah. it's like the bounce back, like yeah. something with the, like the recoil or something. It's just faster. Or... I don't know how to explain it, dude. Another thing I'm that I do it. like is if it. you're not Let's using triggers, I do like there to be a slight variation in sound. Like I, I like yeah. that if it's acoustic, it sounds cool. Oh yeah, the left it's beater deep. does sound different from the right. I can get that's you true. Can get deep into that's that true. if you want to talk about like Zach and stuff. Like like <laughs> Zach, the first yeah. well, well, he's, dude, he's done all, all of your recordings, right? All, all, the, uh, all he does yeah. all the drums. He's done all the drums. Yeah. He's mixed everything. Yeah uh until this new record well naveen mixed our last single but zach did the oh, yeah, drums yeah, on yeah. the record we're going to put out next year but he's not mixing the entire actually, thing. actually the dude, last single we did was all recorded in this room that oh, we're yeah, sitting yeah. In. but uh but dude zach's drum recordings have gotten yeah, they've insane. improved like so much over the years it's yeah, crazy and the the last stuff that he did with us i feel like it's his drums that like the most punchy yeah, the most just like etched out it sounds so fucking good yeah we're getting we're getting someone uh else to mix this record this time someone super sick it's uh, sure oh yeah it's yeah normal, but, uh, multiple people on a project you know yeah um, exactly. but i was gonna say like zach when you yeah. in, introduced us because we were like you know the first band after like animosity or something was, okay like, it makes really sense. back yeah so yeah, animosity like, actually made us go to Zach. Yeah, I, exactly. I don't know what I don't yeah, know yeah. for cryptic implosion. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was one of you guys. It was either Leo or you or Frank or something that were like, "You guys have to go to Zach." Like exactly. you guys were like, like, like hard line in the sand. Exactly. Like two thousand six or five <laughs> or six or something. You guys were like, "You guys has a actual studio, dude." <laughs> yeah, he's like, "Dude, this is sick." <laughs> exactly. Oh, man. Yeah. No, yeah, no, I'm dude. super glad. I mean, we were like one of the animosity and and us were like the first like death metal bands you really did like uh yep like with cryptic and with uh empires it was like the first two he was like yeah, i could tell he was like still pretty green with it but um yeah, yeah he had a bunch of cool he ideas and shredded so hard yeah yeah and... totally but i remember he, like but he, he had, had the... like something for that dude you know what i'm saying are you saying that you blew up the no, i'm saying yeah the death I had a scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah i no, think he deserves <laughs> the credit that's what <laughs> we're trying to say yeah Exactly. Buy me a beer. I don't yeah. know. You should buy you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you're a death metal band that's recorded with Zach, buy send Naveen a four <laughs> pack of some nice fucking. What, what's you your Venmo, uh, Naveen? Yeah. <laughs> okay, I think it's Naveen Compromise. At Venmo dot. Yeah. it up. Buy Actually, we recorded at Zach's money. parents' house. Oh Damn. shit! Really? That's right. Before the he studio status. Yeah. Damn. For shut it down. No, for our uh, actually yeah, a couple of 
wait a minute. For empires. No, no, shut it down. It was at his parents' house. Yeah. Except for there was a couple different recording sessions. There was most of it is at his parents' house, and then I think two songs are out at Sound. I would take, I, sorry, I would play uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater to shut it down, dude. Yeah. I'd turn off the volume <laughs> oh, cool. and I'd pick up to shut it down, dude. I'll that's what I was skating around to. That's legit, dude. On the PS on the PS One, bro. Damn. Um, dude, one thing dude, I want to say: drop top. PS1, okay. we got a the other day and he had <laughs> yeah. a mini PS1. Yeah, I know. He had like a keychain. Yeah, he PS had like a PS1 that, one that was like it, it was like this big. And it works. What? Did it have like it was like a ROM thing or something? I, I think so. I yeah, it was weird. I was like, what yeah, the yeah. fuck is it? was like a shrunken PS1. Yeah, it totally was. <laughs> <laughs> but uh that's that's sick, dude. They used to do that. But yeah, um, we we recorded at Zach's parents' house, bro. Seriously. And we did it. We did it. We actually recorded them a few times because we did like animosity had like a demo that we did at his parents' house. And then we did the shut it down thing there. Wait, yeah. you were yeah. on the animosity demo? I yeah. Hellraiser was- demo? Hellraiser. I thought that was Hellraiser yeah, yeah. demo. I had well, a Hellraiser demo. That yeah. was at Zach's parents' house straight up. I bet that's worth some money. Any of you got a copy of it? We no, have yeah. we have physical copies in P Town. What's up? Oh, damn. Oh, no. Just real quick dude, for people uh, that are Pat listening. Kenny for sure has a copy, dude. Yeah, yeah. Just That's real- like the number one animosity fan from like the beginning in P Town. He was like basically all yeah. of that. Pat's, Pat, Dan's brother. Pat, Pat Kenny. Yeah. I was going to say Pat just real quick. Sure. While people are like chiming in, like how many albums has Zach recorded, dude? Like people need to understand who we're talking about right are now. Are so anybody chiming in? I don't know, hundred. Dude, I will just say for our maybe, thousands of listeners. Have right we now. not answered anybody? <laughs> yeah. No, no. I'm just trying to say, like, just so people understand, like, how much. Think about all the stuff he's done for all of our bands, like, and everyone, like, he's done crazy. Sick, dude, animosity, odious, decrepit. Yeah, we can did start both all yeah, all yeah. the decrepit stuff I did with was with Zach. You know, severed fucking. Mm-hmm. Entheos, so, guys, all that. Three I mean. and a half Entheos. <clears throat> yeah. Dude, he's the man. I mean, then, dude, uh, he, I've he done did all, some Suffo shit too. He mixed and mastered some Suffo. He's got yeah. a record. Yeah. He's yeah. got over 200 on, on discogs.com, 200 things under his name. Whoa. Jesus. Nice. Are you fucking serious? Okay. Oh, yeah. guys, I'm telling you guys, yeah. back in the day, I was into all of the like Bay Area death metal, deathcore shit that was coming out. I'm a huge Light the City fan still. Oh hell yeah, Zach, dude! Zach hell was yeah. doing all of that shit, and it was so my dream. Oh, okay. yeah, and I've told Zach this before. It was my dream to some someday come and track with Zach. So to be nice. able to do that for me, I was like, star. It was he's a star-studded uh, producer. You know what I mean? It's what like was his response when he told me. He's like, oh okay, cool. Like, oh, okay, listen, cool. Um... Yeah, like oh okay. I mean, uh, I've got some like... fantasy football to. Yeah. yeah. He's like, uh, can you redo that last thing? I think sucked. but you know like zach has turned out some of the most fucking um influential records ever like they've come out of uh, out of you know zach has been a part of them he really i remember hearing as blood is run black or whatever as blood runs oh they recorded with them too and and that was that was i I think i don't know if it was pre or post animosity but Uh, it was post what are you kidding me I don't oh, know God. if he did it before he does it. This is the fucking. This, 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 this,
What is that? Okay. Is that a- this, is, this is the studio. This is for Crypto. Look at that. Hair? Yeah, look at him, dude. No hair. <laughs> you can like. I was just checking out. The first one of these. <laughs> That's sick. That 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 you had it together enough to oh, make us. Yep, it's all solo. Yeah. Sick. All right, so this studio that you're showing right now, yeah, he was only there for like a few months, apparently. Well, because like I the, the Emeryville him. one. What was it? Was, no, it was in Oakland somewhere. It was like yeah. uh, no, that's after the. This is in Emeryville. Okay, so I'm, I'm yeah, tripping, I'm tripping that. I'm I'm Ashby or whatever it was. It was yeah. So he went. I did Oakland. With seven, there was one random. Every, I swear that's it right there, dude. Dude, the like he was like, be careful, bums live in the bathroom. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> maybe it was microwave. If you microwave something in the microwave, it's gonna taste like fucking uh, Chef Boyardee. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he was only only in that one for a very short while. It was cold as fuck. It was like a concrete building. He was in, I don't know how long he was in, but I thought it was definitely, it was definitely Emeryville. The Oakland one was after I did some continuum shit there. I did. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, or yep. Severed was still in Ever- Emeryville too, though. So the, uh, Severed was, but only like a f- not even a year later after Cryptic. So we started using like Sharp Bite. Shark Shark Bite. Shark yeah. Bite Studios. Yeah. Have you that been was- What's that? The Shark Bite? Have you been to Shark Bite? Yeah, we we recorded a polarity there. Okay. Oh, decrepit. Yeah. Yeah, that was diminishing. Nice D- D- diminishing was at the old studio that I just put on. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, so was that Emeryville or was it was that it, one that we're, we're uh, the video of us doing uh recording was in Emeryville. Ah. That's the Emeryville spot, dude. That's where we did diminishing. So I remember you, instead of fucking turning right off the bridge, you're turning left. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and like you're going by the IKEA, you're passing IKEA. You go to Ashby. (laughs) You got to go over some train tracks, and then you come back the other way, and then it's like 55th or 65th, and then you turn left and go down that shit. Yeah, was it behind? Like, okay, so in the tracking room, there was like a door that went outside, like directly behind where he was sitting. I don't remember. Uh, there was another like storage room off to the left if he were sitting in his seat. Oh, you're talking about like a uh, sound wave. Like was it a, a no, it was level Castle spot? Ultimate. Castle Ultimate. Yeah, yeah. But oh, was it shit. That's that one that you just showed me. Was that That's uh, the Emeryville one. Cuz okay. you can see Dan, if, I mean, we don't have to pull it back up, but where Dan was sitting Behind him was a doorway into some storage shit that you might be thinking. I might not have ever been. I might be thinking of one that I've never been to. Oh, I mean, this one is one that I've never been to. I I went to. So he's in the big room right now in the corner. Was that you, Casey, right there? I'm muted. I'm all like, I'm muted. What the fuck? Yeah. So (laughs) this one, this is the same one. This is where we did diminishing. That's the same studio. All right. I don't know if I ever, I don't think I ever went to that one. There's like even a vocal Hill. booth in there. 
I've right. only been to the new one. Yeah, the shark bite. So shark oh, bite. Shark so, bite. Oh, really? so to kind yeah, of that's the continuum. <laughs> but you guys were... was done, right? Yeah, that's where I went. <laughs> that's the one that's near Metro. Oh, sorry. Okay. It's kind of near Metro. I guess I thought it was the Oakland Metro. Oh, it's right. It's right next to it. Dude, yeah, it's like yeah, down the street. We yeah, would, so that's that where that's spot. the later one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's the only one I've been to. But we've only been a band for like six and a half years. So no, it's all good. I think that spot that you guys went to is a better spot for sure. Like that's sick. It, well, it's it's warmer. It's warmer, and there's uh no bums in the bathroom, dude. Far less. Yeah, no bums. bums. In you have to use a key card to get into this bathroom. That's true. So. Yeah. Yeah. Bums don't usually carry key cards. And he had the glass lighter going into the recording room. I did have a guy pull up in a truck, though, and ask me if I wanted to try some of his weed. And I was like, totally. Yeah, I want to smoke your weed because I had gone. I'd been going inside from like smoking my own weed. And then he was like, do you want to suck my dick? And I was oh, like, man. no, um, I actually don't want to do that. Uh... Part. <laughs> that's gonna work dude i'm gonna first offer <laughs> to smoke my truck. weed yeah. as my first in with this random female and then i'm just gonna go straight <laughs> to, that, to the, the wiener second i, was I like, think wow. he probably does it like a hundred times you know and he gets and one he gets out of a hundred yeah, 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 yeah. so, so yeah, it's right, a numbers dude. game I'm so sure. alpha, dude. So <laughs> well, huge bag of weed that he had pulled out so i just got one bud so there are many buds in that Oh, yeah, so it, so not, each bud represents so, uh, a girl. <laughs> Naveen, you recently Perfect. recorded with a fucking machine head or something, right? You did like a song or something. I've done a few songs with machine head. Dude. Okay, and that was at Shark Bite, right? Yep. Yep. <laughs> so I get the location about, correct. That came about strictly. Let's yeah, let's talk about the location a little more. <laughs> yeah. Wait, is it a writer? It's off. Is it off, off the... Geary or is it off uh, yeah. Sandy? Oh, by motherfucker, okay. Ikea. <laughs> now that's strictly. <laughs> Pretty much because of Zach. I mean, uh, like he, they needed a. Actually, this was a. It was actually a while ago. Like uh, the first time I recorded with them, because I've recorded with them uh, at least twice. I think, yeah, more than that. It might be three times, but I'm stupid. Check so out I the new uh, Ola England. Did you see that? He like he brought it up in the news, and he's just all like, "Oh, he's talking about you, Ola England." Uh, he's like brought up the footage of you like playing uh machine head stuff and he's all oh, he's all cool. yeah he's just all like that, yeah, i think you should keep that drummer keep that drummer drummer sick well and i was like oh. it was like yesterday i saw it i think it came oh, out really? yesterday fuck yeah, yeah dude. i literally awesome. saw it yesterday and i was like no oh he's gotta awesome. see this that's <laughs> so sick man yeah that's yeah. why i'm back then i owe him a beer all right uh but anyway, <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah we did um a couple songs like i i want to say it was like two years ago right cheney what do you think probably yeah yeah and then or more. Um, and then i did uh i went back in i, I did like four songs this time around okay. nice so i don't i don't want to say too much but i did no, play on did a song just not, come out that has you on it or was uh, it? they put like a studio update update yeah, I saw the video. Uh, yeah. okay cool that's what uh, ola was talking about and ola like showed a little bit of it and talked about it and stuff and, that's and so praised you yeah, yeah, totally. So, right, that's awesome. That. That's smart. I like that. That is smart. <laughs> that's very smart. <laughs> but uh, it's coming out soon. There's a, a release with me on it for sure. Is it an album or is it a single? It's not. It's not a full album, but there's there's some songs. Naveen is just all over it's the metal. Called an EP. 
yeah an ep yeah 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 you've done yeah. like some faceless have you done a you did the last song on the on planetary duality I did, you? no i did one song on the first album yeah. i think also I Naveen should get that, his actually. credit because he wrote one of my face one of my favorite faceless, faceless riffs, yeah. riffs. Yeah. no shit oh. Naveen, all right yeah hum them Okay, I did. Uh, <laughs> Actually, no, that's what serious, that's what you're though. thinking about, Joel. The last song on the Planetary Duality, I wrote the first couple of verses for that song. Yeah. That's what that's what I did. No what, way. Uh, Michael told me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, that's right. The that's you. Yeah, I wrote that. Nice, dude. It sounds it sounds almost like a Entheos kind of. Like people will be like, oh, Entheos kind of sounds like the Faceless. It's like, yeah, dude. And I wrote that. Actually started. Yeah, that's my favorite. That's my favorite. No way. Yeah, that's my oh, it's that whole tone shit, dude. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Wait, did you do the fucking digga 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 digga? Yeah. Okay. So I did write that, but Keen did add in the little cool little fills. So I wrote digga 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 but he added in the. Okay, yeah. I, I thought that sounds like you're even your style, like watching your guitar videos now. I figured you did that, Phil, because like you throw yeah, a lot of those, yeah. like kind of like stuff it's in there. You throw I, I mean, I think Keen and I like influence each other very, for sure. Very, you know, you know work I mean? very well together, yeah, as well. yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna Definitely. say like, oh, he was trying to you know, copy my shit or whatever. Like, we I copy him all the time, and I think he I wouldn't say he copies me, but he's I think he's taken influence from what I've done. Dude, I owe a lot to Keen for sure. Like he taught me a lot about recording. I mean, his band like totally blew my mind when I first heard it. Like, I don't know. He's a huge influence on me for sure. What about the song you did record on drums on the Akaldama? Yeah, so I did it, uh, the song. The ghost uh, note part. It's like the dun dun ban dun dun. It's sad that I don't know. It's like horizons of chaos. Horizons of chaos. Part one, right? The ghost notes. Yeah, the ghost notes are something different. Well, okay, so let's clarify here. <laughs> I played with Faceless for one tour. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and some of the drum and like they had a couple songs uh, that were on Planetary, and we we played them on the tour. So some of the drum parts, they like w- you know watch the the YouTube videos and we're like, oh, you should you know told Lyle like, hey, you should do this part that I mean did. You know what I'm saying? Okay. <laughs> you know, <laughs> oh, you're saying before it was was it after the album was done or before? No, like the before, album? like like. So you gave you made you learn that, and then you <laughs> add some shit during the tour, and then they're like, "Oh shit, that's dope. Let's put it on the album." Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, that's "Oh, you can probably do that." Like, he, that was cool. What he did? He's yeah. probably yeah. Did that. Probably that's like, so, Harry, Naveen is really good at making at doing mouth riffs. I have him do it all the time. Yeah. I mean, so I think Harry, everyone in most death metal bands. In this, yeah, yeah. But Naveen is really good at doing it accurately. Like, That's how you know, you know Matt Satello too. Rhythmic. He's, yeah, yeah. He speaks sure. it. He goes jigga 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 jigga. He has like all these yeah. noises for like the jigga jiggas and the digga digga and the yeah, like Matt, yeah, all the different Matt like. Totally. Yeah, Matt's a death metal speak. We'd just be in like, like all. Dun, 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 well, yeah, calling yeah. yeah, digga yeah. riff goes yeah. way back. Call, yeah. Do the digga. You're in a death metal band. Everyone does it. I yeah. think that, uh, well, I do it, but just not as well as Naveen. So I'll like do a riff and then he'll like do the actual pronounced version of the riff that the I'm trying to do. Way. Yeah, exactly. It's like, 
dun, dun, or like dun, also I, i've done it yeah. like riff, riff before because i'm like dude no you need to play like this and he's like okay i got the actual so what's, of what's the crab way the crab way is like but i like move my tongue sometimes i'm not like directly on beat with my tongue like there's okay, some okay. you know what i mean so Naveen gotcha. will like clean it up a little for me. <laughs> but, I, but if I'm like playing it on guitar, it's like the dumb version of whatever Naveen would play, you know? But that's like a jazz yeah. thing. Like jazz musicians all know how to sing their parts along with playing mm-hmm. it. Like metal yeah, musicians yeah, yeah. should know thing, how yeah. to do that. It's true. Yeah, yeah I learned yeah, that when I was doing... Be, that would be giving me way more credit than I deserve. <laughs> yeah. <for sure>. yeah. <laughs> Naveen Just is like a jazz How do you do those crazy vocals, Chaney, that are like, like they're all like, like a witch that's like, pulled into this like vortex i like the vocoder vocals (laughs) well there's like multiple things like all all of your vocals like i was gonna say like that's another thing i was gonna talk about was all the different different drum sounds you guys get like there's like pulled back ambient drums then there's like the main drums and you guys and you you do like in different levels it's so sick but i think also with the vocals you do that too it's like there's like this ambient thing and then there's like the present shit and it's like it's super multifaceted that's why i fucking love i'm like dude this shit is insane dude like, thanks man. that's thanks, like man. you're 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 picking up on it you're but i'm like, serious yeah, i'm like, serious that, right now no but seriously that really means a lot because it's like we yeah, do all of these things and we never know if it's going to translate the way that yeah, we actually yeah. need to so to hear someone echo it back to us is really awesome and to me it's like uh, the way that I've all like, dude, I'm a huge Soul Niger, Frederick Thordendahl fan. Mm-hmm. And to me, the nice. vocals on that record are very like, it's a, it's your, your conscience talking to you. And that's a way that I look at vocals. Like I really like to, to have them be super, like I'm very into super verbed out vocals in certain parts, but I think that they can be used in all sorts of ways to be like the for the voice at the forefront, but also like, mm-hmm. The voice that's lingering in the back of your mind that's almost speaking to you but you don't even know that it's there it's subliminal and that's something that i've always like i'm always attracted to those kind of vocalists like one of my favorite vocalists is karen dreyer from uh the knife and fever ray and she does all of these super like vocoded out things super pitch shifted things and that's such a huge influence on me and i think that it's like i just love using that as a tool and not necessarily being like just doing like vocals all the time you know mm-hmm. what i mean we're doing uh vocoders for the first time on one of my band's records transcend the realm and i'm, I'm awesome. the one i'm the one talking it and then we're like you know synthing it and i was like i'm trying to figure out how to do the planetary duality slash entheus like vocoder sounds and like trying to figure out how to do it so i actually would appreciate like behind the scenes a little like what synth is that like naveen on the synth figuring yeah. out how to do that vocoding yep stuff. yep um all right it's actually really easy to do like i know how to like get a synth i know i have the like vocoder uh plugin i just like yeah what, yeah what so the, the, the one that if you're talking use. about the entheos kind of like soul niger vocal thing mm-hmm. it's not really a vocoder per se it's um you take an auto filter right mm-hmm. and it just it's just going really really fast mm-hmm. so it's kind of like it kind of like chops it up you know like it's like that's like yeah the the, the bitey kind of like thing yeah, yeah. Totally. and then you put distortion on top of that and then that's an bam. auto filter okay yep mm-hmm. it's an auto filter yeah. going like really fast like audio rate 
I'm so going to fuck with that. And then yeah. if you want to do it live, what we've found out is that, so I'm using like this AB switch because I was using two mics at first to go back and forth and our sound guy would mute my main mic if I was going to the side mic. But now mm. I'm using an AB mic on just my main, or like an AB switch that we found from this company in Australia called Loopy. It was the yeah. only mic AB switch that we could find. So I'm just ABing uh, the effect through Ableton. So we have one, yeah, one that goes to a channel on Ableton that has that effect on it, and right. then one that's just like dry, regular. Exactly. And she can switch between the so two. it's and like Ableton switch. No, you switch it yourself. I manually. switch it manually. Okay. Yeah. Gnarly. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's rad. Yeah, it's cool. It's vocals. cool to fuck around with that type I of stuff. I saw you guys. What was? What, did you guys do like the Rivers of Nile tour, twenty seventeen yeah. or eighteen? And you guys played seventeen twenty. Yeah. Yep. That yeah, show one of the rocks, players. dude. And the live vocoder shit was or auto filter shit that definitely stood out like as a highlight of the set. Absolutely Thanks, works. Man. Yeah, I'm glad you enjoyed that. Maybe we should keep doing it. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're there are some you know we there's some singing on the new record. So live, I want to. I had like this voice live pedal, which is essentially an axe effects for vocals. And I think I'm going to buy another one of those now that I'm singing live to take on tour to, to use for clean vocals. But uh, I'm glad that they translated well live because it's always a question to us. Like, because my vocals, um, you know, my highs are a little louder than my lows. So when I do vocoder shit, I'm normally doing highs. So we're always afraid about how, you know, how the sound is going to even itself out mm. in a live environment. So I'm glad that it sounded good. Would it be like, uh, this is just a stupid ass trying to say it, something because I know that compressor mics like level that shit out. Is that something that you would like switch over to just to do that part live, you know, like have a separate mic to where it like compresses everything to where it stays level or am I just sounding yeah. like an idiot? No, <laughs> well, I, I originally was going out and using two mics, but the thing is that in death metal, your parts come on so fucking quickly that it's like I'm going, you know, and I move around a lot. I have like a bad habit of just from playing small shows and shit being the person all around the stage. So if we're playing huge staged places and I'm not staying in place, I have to like run over to my vocoder, especially if I've like taken a shot before I go on stage. It's like I'll be on one side of the stage and I have another part coming up in a beat and I have to run over to it. So it yeah. becomes a problem in like I'm thinking about more that at the same time. About, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, I get that. I mean, I'm, I'm like another thing. Note about our live set is like, <clears throat> all I control the smoke machine. Yeah. <laughs> so, Dude, always. That's what they're yeah. calling it these days. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> is that like a pad? Do you, have, do you have like a pad? Do you have like a like an 808 pad? Pedal. pedal. Yeah, next to my hi hat. So I'm like playing drums, Jim. It's like hitting the smoke, like. <laughs> Dude, totally. And all, do you just do it like randomly or do you have it like oh dude yeah, I'll, like, spots. I'll look like, back in between beat, dude, songs like, and be like yo you need to hit that yeah Are that you actually translate into the music one time throughout the song you're gonna use your foot to hit that yeah yeah, yeah it's, times. it's annoying it. it's annoying but i i do that dude, didn't we have because we don't want to have a like light guy weren't you using two <laughs> no well i i figured out a way to hook up the one pedal to both the oh uh, there we go yeah, yeah. Cause, dude, we've we've gone out of our way to not have to hire an Anybody. LD or yeah. anyone separate. Yeah, yeah. So Naveen, I mean, beyond making music, Naveen MIDI controls our entire light show. 
yeah. and and does our fuck runs our smoke machine live and yeah, like setting up know. the drums is like a very real fast that's thing like that vacation like, drums cool they're done all right i'm on lights fucking getting these smoke machines hooked up all this yeah. fucking shit like each tom's a different light like tom like sets off a different piece no, of it's smoke. all pre-programmed for sure okay yeah. but, like, smoke machine now you got the pill so you yeah. got that but the programming lights is like him putting on sunglasses and sitting in our house for four days straight, (laughs) listening to our set over and over like a fucking crazy person and just programming the brightest lights ever. So I'll, I'll like leave our house and pull back up and it'll just be a light show outside, like the craziest (laughs) shit. And I'll come inside to Naveen sitting in a chair, like (laughs) staring at the lights, just programming. I set my computer up over here and then I have all the lights over there and i'm uh where are my shades and it's yeah just like, and then we'll honestly i can't wait to do that again I know. that's gonna be sick it sounds like, like a lot of fun <clears throat> it used to, to be like oh, this sucks i hate this but now it's like we haven't played a show in two years or whatever so i'm like fuck i know yeah, i'm down can i ask an older touring question uh uh cheney when you were doing merch for animals did you start by the time that you did the animals intro not fuck who was the other band on that bill tour i was are you was asking totally. are you asking if i started yeah. if i like did yeah. it on Ch- that tour Ch- Ch- was on that tour that was the tour i did yeah. yeah it was okh. it was animals intronaut uh dead, dead letter circus. circus last chance to reason and okay. was there someone else on that so i don't but know if I, the did, whole I did bill... dead letters merch as well okay i don't remember if the whole bill played but i saw that show in oakland Oh, the whole bill played. The whole there bill was, played. Dude, okay, so Steve Jones from The Faceless went on that tour with us, and he filmed a documentary. And there was a, a shot from the Oakland animal set of this girl just fucking killing it. Yeah, just it, going so Just in. going ham to animals, and we would always just zoom in on that shot of that girl's face the entire, oh, for the yeah. rest of the tour. So I'll hilarious. never forget that That's shit. That's fucking awesome. So I remember I was like, I was in like the dubstep scene at the time too, and like I would like convince a bunch of people to go up to Oakland, and I was like, there's like this dubstep event, but then like there's this concert, and I want to go to the concert, and I like convinced like, you know, there's a few friends who were like down with animals and intronaut, but then so like we went to the show and like saw your set and then like cruise back to the dubstep event afterwards. And then we were just like, oh, dude, dubstep fucking sucks. Like none of this is yeah. where was the dubstep the level. Uh, event at? I don't eat one of those like kind of <laughs> uh, in San Francisco somewhere. Uh, no, it was in right? Oakland. It was not too far away. It was like a mile or two away. It was in one of those um, like industrial area kind of. Yeah, that sucks. If we had known about that, we would have went to that. I know. <laughs> dude, someone <laughs> that Steve Jones should be an entheos. Yeah, yeah I mean, dude. Oh, if man. we could get Fucking... Steve Jones to play metal. Dude, I've been actually texting back band. and forth with him. He's, uh, I miss that guy. That guy is one of the most yeah. underrated guitar players. and One of the most, like, and uh, on the last pod, or uh, with Brandon, we talked about it, where on tour with Faceless and stuff, he got super nerdy with lights. Like, he would oh, show dude. up to the venue and, like, get on all the light machines. He started to show me and I would do lights for the faceless, but he was like slowly sh- like showing me how to do it and stuff like that. And all the like we go to House of Blues or like big places and like deal with the like the yeah. different light machines every day. And like that is a fucking that's a definite deep hole you can get into <laughs> with like how technical those light boards are. Like that, that so shit is ridiculous. And he, that guy is just ridiculously talented. And I wish he would uh Brandon said they're still jamming and they're doing some music, but I mean, oh, that's awesome. I mean, I dude, Steve is not only one of the sickest riff riders out there, but watching him on stage, like he yeah. fucking killed on stage. Yeah, he totally. was 
seeing him with the faceless was amazing just you his know? style and then that was actually yeah. what i brought up a bunch on the on the, the the brandon one was that he would just never fucking open his eyes and so like my whole thing he'd just be like just be in this zone yeah. where he'd do that the reverse headbang thing and like and i would be in the front like every day every show just been like trying to get his attention like look at me just look at me once and like finally he started like pointing at me i'm like all right i'm gonna go back <laughs> steve looked at me all right it's all good now but yeah no he's uh playing whole faceless sets with his fucking eyes closed like literally yeah. like insane. he's insane he's incredible he's, yeah yeah dude there's a whole he shot he went on that animals tour which was the first uh headlining animals as leaders tour which was pretty a pretty crazy time you know and uh he shot a whole documentary of that entire tour and it just has never surfaced so so somewhere there is a whole sick documentary of that time in our lives and it was us and animals and evan was in the van with us as well and so yeah. and kalela was, oh, on, the tour as was well. on the tour kalela was on there as well which you know if mm -hmm. no one here is hip to like r&b kalela has gone on to become a fucking very well-known, you know, she's killing it in R&B. So it was like a just weird, I don't know. It was a great time. It was one of the best times of my life. I fucking, that was a fun tour. Yeah. I just texted Steve Jones. What's up with that Animals as Leaders documentary? Yeah. <laughs> Let's yeah. get something yeah. going with that. So Naveen, real quick. At this point. All these names that we've been talking about, animals, animosity, and all this kind of stuff, like Reflux is a name that we should be yeah. mentioning right now. We're talking the pound. We're talking all these guys. It's like, it's Reflux too. I don't know if anybody oh. really knows about that band. But that was, you know, a label mate of uh, Light the City at the time. And and that's uh, Tosin was was an Evan. Right. Yeah. And Javier. Javier. Right. Wasn't so Javier it's like I think he might have been and Ash was three. Ash was on vocals. Okay. Yep. And okay. Ash, yeah. yeah. And, and it was this like crazy, weird pre animals as leaders style like metal core mixed but like still super technical and adding those elements that animals as leaders is like well, polished uh, off yeah, you know? some of the reflex songs became animals as leader songs yeah oh wow and you could see it totally makes sense it's the next step totally yeah you know? Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, we used to play with them like all the time. Like, and that's what I'm saying. So it's like it's natural. I I don't even know the the you know the story of it, but it just in my head, I I obviously realized it's like animosity, reflux, pound, touring, all that shit. That's how those conversations came for you to be involved in animals, right? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we met. Uh, we actually met them when animosity was on like our first tour it wasn't even like a real tour it was just kind of like a you know run just kind of i don't know what you would call it. It, it it's a tour but it was like a one week like run to texas and back yeah and i was probably like fuck i don't know maybe 17 or 18 and that's when i met uh tosin and evan and all and all those guys ash and everybody and um we just kind of stayed in contact ever since then and yeah that's totally how i met i met all them and that's definitely how i got into animals then that's what it was it was just like they had this new project and they hit you up and they're like you're the dude or you no not not at all actually actually i was like kind of forced my way into the, the, the scene nice. i was kind of like dude i'm gonna do it i'll do yeah. it yeah come on you gotta get me to do it and uh, i mean and that first record dude <laughs> you're you you shined for me bro like i i, I i'm a, everybody else has been licking your taint i'm gonna lick it right now 
uh, that's nice, but I'm, like, that was like there, before you go there i'm not on the first record so uh, but okay so seeing you play that programmed was it programmed god damn it you just took the wind out of my sails bro i know totally he's on wait list here. dude you yeah, can wait. just the yeah, first yeah. record he oh, was on I, is like, waitlist. To be fair, a, a most a lot of people think I'm on that album. Wait, sure. so I'll take it. I'll take it. Right. Fuck, dude. Okay, so now explain it to me and make me fucking okay, know so, the real deal. Uh, he Tezen made that album with uh, Misha, the guy from Periphery, oh, and then okay. after that, actually, we I was in Animosity at the time, and we had the album, and we were like, man, this thing is super sick. Are you fucking kidding me? And then it wasn't till like a year or two later that he actually like assembled a band and, and did the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And at that point, I was like kind of aware that he was putting together a band and animosity uh, had just broken up. And so I was like, yo, man, you got to get me in the band. But like I said, I got in so early that like most everybody thinks that I played on that. Yeah, dude, I was I was I was tricked. I was true. No, that's sick though. That's sick that I get that credit for sure. That's a freebie. No doubt. Um, but there's like parts of that album that I'm like, oh yeah, that sounds well, like a new thing. Is that thing. He was the first person to play them live. So I think that, you know, yeah. Perha- yeah. perhaps And that's, that's what I was seeing, you know? Yeah, yeah. perhaps that is like, you know, uh that's not maybe maybe they were maybe they're like trying to channel my drumming. I don't know. <laughs> that just shows how deep I go into when I buy an album, I actually look who's involved. <laughs> I'm like, oh, dude, I saw Naveen play it like right after it came out. So it he must have done it. it sounds like here's it, another it thing, says. though, is that actually, uh, you know, tracking it and pl- actually playing it live are two different things. No so doubt. the fact that Naveen went out and played all that shit live is kind of crazy in a time when that kind of drumming wasn't actually popular in the metal scene. Yeah. Like it was popular for us, but yeah, I understand what you're saying. Like yeah, it, wasn't it wasn't for the masses. It the masses really wasn't. No. weren't down. Yeah, know? exactly. I mean, it was cool for us, and but it was still a new sound within the metal scene. I mean, yeah, you know, is there kind of is there real bass on the first record? Because we were trying to figure out, and someone hypothesized that our pitch down. That's what we. That's what they thought and i'm sure misha has answered this like a million times online i'm sure yeah but okay that helps uh for me yeah and then i wanted to ask about waitlist are those real drums or is that an e-kit you recorded on yeah it's like kind of a blend between uh e-kit and then programming as well you know what i mean just kind of blending it all together it's it's midi that you started with a e-kit and then you like fixed up a little yep that's right yeah, yeah. Someone over there actually also asked, so I'm reading the side, if you wrote any riffs on Waitlist. Yeah, I mean, I kind of did, but they were like complimenting something that, like, I would write like kind of metal parts to go to like some lead that Tosin wrote or something like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I remember was... he mentioned in an interview that you were like a little, a little better at like the tight precision speed picking thing. <laughs> That's <laughs> nice. That's really nice of him to say that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm I'm actually met Tosin. He was filling in for uh, Born of Osiris. Yeah, yeah. Just randomly yeah, got flown tour. out to do that, and uh, we were on the tour. And uh, yep. like, I'm kicking myself to this day because he would just be in the backstage, just you know, because how Tosin is, he's constantly playing. He's playing when he gets in the backstage. He's playing, yeah, like, I know, right? Like, like, I wish I could, like, yeah, always practicing. He went always to practicing when we lived and always home. down to teach. Totally. Totally. That's what I'm saying. He was just the nicest dude, dude. No, he was yeah. literally asking me. He was like, was I remember so there nice. was a few times he was like, 
hey joel do you want to come down and sit down and like work on some stuff i was like no <clears throat> like i'm gonna yeah. go drink. <laughs> yeah whatever yeah and then well, like later on i'm just like oh cool you're on guitar world man like, oh, if you had a genie in a bottle he'd be like he plays with steve Vai. You know, yeah, yeah. Plays I, Steve Vai came Malmsteen. to the show. Remember, remember, uh, Naveen, you were at that show. It was uh, we played Sunset Strip, uh, um, House of Blues, Jeez, and I just like man. I'm loading in, and then I just see fucking Steve Vai walking down the fucking House of Blues little ramp. They're going, hey, and I'm like, what the fuck? This fucking Steve Vai's here and his son, and like it's his son. I yeah, guess was a huge crazy. fan of uh, animals, right? And that's how they connected yeah. was that night. Okay. And I know that um, that tosin was telling me that he went to steve Vai's house that night and they just jammed a bunch mm. and then steve i like posted this thing i just so met this amazing guitar player blah blah gonna change the fucking game and but like just wrote this fucking amazing yeah. like review of him and, and of the show and stuff and and uh yeah i knew like playing like because you guys were before decrepit in that in that so set cool. and i was like i was like you guys are gonna be headlining this shit like in fucking one I remember year saying that. <laughs> yeah I was like, dude, this is gonna be. I just game wanted over. to add, like, like Tosin always wore those like nice outfits, like like suits. Oh yeah, you know? he was always dapper. Tour, you know, always dapper. Just, just getting out of a van. No, I think he dapper. was sharing a bus with Vale Maya, but still, like, he would come yeah. out just fucking like looking like he just had all the shit like pressed and like it was all <laughs> yeah, like wrinkle free. Well, he was like, like that even in Reflux, yeah. dude. And and in Reflux, you see the shit that he was doing with all his floor pedals and shit because it was only him on guitar. Yeah. But he would, you know, like uh, record his rhythm and loop it so he can solo over it while it's everybody else like, is playing. Kind of like Mark from uh, Vale <laughs> would do that all the time, too. Oh, Mark. Oh, yeah, I remember that. that. The first yeah. couple of times I saw Vale. Oh, this, was, is way before that. this is way before that. Dude. No, yeah, no. Yeah. Mark, love that guy. But this is... <laughs> yeah, <I'm thinking> <laughs> Let's get down to brass tacks right now. So Sorry. you guys just signed to Metal Blade uh, yeah, Records. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we so yeah. that's like, I mean, I think you guys uh, might have even told me when we were drunk hanging out and I just forgot. But then I saw the announcement. I was like, oh, shit. Fuck yeah. Wait, that's, what's, dude, what's Metal Blade? What's that? It's like some sort of sharp sword. That's what's so, so like. Uh, that's I've, what heard, I've never yeah. heard of it. I don't know. You're going to sign to a label. It's like, I want to be on the one where you're just, you don't have to be like, yeah, it's this label. It's like a part of this other one. <laughs> you know what I mean? You gotta like, explain the label. We've done that yeah. in the past. No explanation like, needed. It's it metal, fun. but yeah. oh shit! Yeah, yeah. Okay, sick. You know, like yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. I just signed to Dragon Records, dude. Yeah, like, yeah, oh, like, uh, yeah, yeah. Dragon Records. It's like a subsidiary <laughs> of this other label. <laughs> yeah, totally. I mean, with, yeah, dude. I mean, you're coming out, all you guys are saying this analogy, but really, you have an actual one, which is Black Market Activities. Yeah, which is the sub. Uh, but I don't what? think that black black market hasn't put anything out no, since like oh nine. No, but I'm just saying like this is that was what that was your first metal blade adjacent signing. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, but it's, we didn't. Uh, yeah, we were like stoked because the metal blade logo was on the album. But that's like all I associated it with. Yeah, the animosity yeah. record. You mean? That's like, like you, us getting the UL tag, dude. It's the yeah. same thing. Going for unique leader, and I know that you were going for like unique leadership with the early flesh rider. Flesh, oh, definitely, flesh definitely. Rider. Like, I'm dude, pretty. Give sure it up for embalmer, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that we sent some of those demos that you have on your iPod to unique leader for sure on a CD. Actually, what? you know what? Never mind that. We went to a Deeds of Flesh show, and. I handed Eric a demo. And I was like, dude, check this out, man. And and it was some old flesh rot stuff for sure. Oh, nice. Dude, 
Never real heard. quick side never note. Never heard that. Because <laughs> Gus, uh, what was his is his name? Gus, the guy, the vocalist of Red Chord. He ran. I think his guy. name's Guy. 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 Sorry. Yeah. I. You know, it's funny is that I just had that same story, but I was I gave him a CD that wasn't even me on vocals. I gave him Devouring the Prophecy, and I was like, Oh, oh yes. dude, we're rec- we're getting ready to record Cryptic. I wanted to see if we'd get in with black market activities, but that was the only thing I had, dude, was devouring. And I'm like, here's a version of the band that I'm in without me in it, but uh, it's not the same thing. We're like better and awesome. At the first, <laughs> you know, it's like, how do you do that now? I, I don't, that giving your, oh, here's me or not me, but this is me right now. Yeah, I, know. <laughs> I, know. I, I know exactly now? what you're talking about. Oh, yeah. Where was that at? That was at us. Uh, uh, where? What street was it on? It was in Frisco for sure. Oh, <laughs> uh, dude! Oh, uh, you, you got to turn left. You got to take an up at this one spot. <laughs> yeah, that's funny, man. I mean, that's, that's I don't sick, know. Though metal blade, dog. I'm just. Yeah. I don't know. I want to go back to metal blade because that was like. I think it was a slim. <laughs> but dude so i know you guys obviously had you know a few different labels to choose from and i know listening to your previous podcasts i know that definitely the the lineup and the the band lineup of the label was very important to you guys very um yeah yeah so that that's where you kind of like because it wasn't like a monetary like you weren't looking for funds you were looking for like what fits the band most and what will do give us the best you know kind of shot and it's not like yeah. obviously with record labors you're not looking for money it's not like well oh, full dude. disclosure we did not take the most amount of money that we were offered Good. to do because we, we wanted to go with the label that we felt actually uh we actually fit on and actually would be the best for our music because it's like in the past we've taken really good offers from labels that no one knew about and yeah, then, but it's like a lot of money, so we're like, oh, well, it's yeah. money, dude. Fuck it. But yeah. in the long run, it's like, that's just... It doesn't dumb. help as much. And, yeah. and, you know, we actually went through every label and we looked at every single band, how they all handle right, their bands. Right. And we were just like, you know, with all things considered, what label exactly do we want on? And it was, it all came to Metal Blade. I feel like Metal Blade... Easy choice. Don't get me wrong. There are yeah. so many other Easy labels choice. that have fucking fantastic bands. Yep. But I do but they think... But they don't have Cannibal. But they don't have Cannibal. They don't have... <laughs> Cannibal's the best band, metal, death metal I mean, band ever. Yeah, they Period. Don't, End of story. They like, just... You know? When it came to looking at bands sure. that we wanted to model our, our, our thing after, not necessarily our music, but just the, the way they've gone. Yeah. It's Metal Blade through and through. And not to yeah. mention the team at Metal Blade. Yeah. Very supportive of us. And yeah. and our, you know, it's just a, the full picture of Metal Blade. Yeah. I, when it comes to like bands that I want to go on tour with, a lot of them are on that label. If yeah. they constructed a tour out of any bands on their label, I'd be happy to be on it. Exactly. And that's more of what we were looking for. You know, we we're just like, you know what? Let's forget about, the monetary side or any of that for whatever and just look at what label do we want to be on yeah that's it you know like yeah. what what label would i be the most stoked to wear their shirt exactly and it's not labeled yeah. through and through and yeah it's like metal blade nuclear blast is obviously really super sick but i mean 
Uh, and honestly, I just feel like they're uh, really down to earth. You know what I mean? Like, that too, yeah. 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 It feels like a, a family environment. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, even though we haven't really done a whole lot with them yet, you know, we pretty much just announced the band. That's it. But it's still been awesome to just and to talk to them. Going and, through that whole process, just like because you do have to talk back and forth with your label about putting out like press releases and everything. So going back and forth through that process with Metal Blade was the easiest thing we've yeah. ever gone through with what I felt like was the most support. Because I mean, you know, we were signed to labels in the past who they were great and like the people were great, but I don't think that they necessarily uh, know how to push the type of, or, or, or deal with the type of band that we are. I yeah, think yeah, that, Metal Blade's been doing it for like 40 years or something. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And they like weird fucking music, Yeah, you know? And they're, oh, yeah. they're about that. And they're about the long-term career. Metal Blade isn't a label that's like trying to sign the next, the the big thing that's big right now that's not going to be big in three years. That's not what the label's about. Yeah. So. And that's like exactly. important for us to uh, like align with that type of thing because it's like, we obviously don't, do like trendy kind of music flavor of the month type stuff so yeah yeah they have, they have the, best, the best customer service is what you're saying yeah yeah i mean i just feel like totally. it, we, honestly on all fronts like we've been trying to just identify the core elements to everything you know what i mean not yeah. just be sidetracked by maybe it's the best money or blah 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 this that and the other thing like let's get down to like the real core of what what we're doing who could get us to where we want to go yeah, <clears throat> veil amaya was mentioned earlier you've lifted the veil you've you're lifting exactly. yeah, lifted the veil, the veil. forget all the, the fucking veil. the smoke and mirrors yeah you're the last everybody's yeah. take yeah and that and that's what's like i don't know we're, we're loving it for sure already yeah. and, and like mm -hmm. like i said i'm super proud to be like yeah, we signed a fucking metal. That's Dude, like awesome. Most yeah. of the fucking, I love collecting vinyl and most of the metal vinyls that I, I, a lot of the metal vinyls that I collect are from fucking Metal Blade. It's like yeah. they're putting out bands that are my favorite bands that Honestly, exist. Honestly, like right when we signed to the label, I went on their web store and was like looking through their metal vinyl catalog and I was like, fuck, I know. this is okay. sick. I mean, yeah, yeah. Odious, Odious, we've got our last one done in vinyl, dude. It was our first vinyl. Uh, it's yes. my first vinyl. Yeah. It's so fucking cool to have your first vinyl. That's what dude. I was talking about on, the, on your guys' podcast. I was like, dude, who's going to fucking make the vinyl? Like, yeah. <laughs> like for these, I got these on the wall right here. I got these two right here on the wall. Like, who's yeah, gonna yeah. make the next one? Like, I want yeah. the, I want the little picture thing, dude. I want the thing. Who's gonna make the best collection too? It's like who's got the splatters and all that. Exactly. Shit. Yeah. Did you who's guys release Flesh Rod on Metal Blade? Was it? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I saw that on your. Sure. So tell me about why. I mean, who's the band that had you have to change the name? W R O. Yeah, yeah. There's oh, like yeah, they're, right. from, right, yeah. they're from the UK, I think. Yeah, yeah. From like another country. They're a death metal band. Do you get a cease and desist, or you just uh, knew no? That they it was actually Metal Blade was kind of like okay. So at the time, actually, so if you really want to know the story, here, uh, Flesh Rot was my own thing. You know, I was kind of like I play guitar. I'm gonna try to make, mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. well, we had animosity, and I was like, you know, like whatever, fuck these guys. I want to make my own album. You know. I don't want to <laughs> bullshit mm -hmm. and then uh i met johnny just because like uh jfac used to open up like local shows and stuff and i was like damn that guy's super sick at vocals and then we kind of became friends 
and I was like, dude, you should sing on like, I sh- I'm, I'm going to make this death metal album. You should sing on it, you know? And uh, so it was a really long time in the works, like, I don't know, five years or something like that. And then um, he agreed to do it. It was actually going to be on black market. Mm-hmm. And then I was kind of like having my, my, I was having second thoughts. I was like, fuck, I don't know about this black market thing, you know? And uh, I straight up one night, it was actually New Year's Eve. I don't know what, what New Year's it was. And I was, you know, I was pretty intoxicated. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I was like, I sent him an email. I'm like, I'm like, God, dude, I, don't, I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think we're going to do flash route together, you know? And uh, he was not stoked on that, obviously. Because I had committed to doing it on Black Market, for sure. Mm-hmm. I, I backed out of the deal. And then I, I think just, I think honestly, just happenstance, jfax on metal blade and they were a really big band at the time and they were just like hey we're gonna we're gonna put that out you know so it was super sick for me obviously and then um we finished the album i finally flew johnny out um and we made we made it and rest is uh, rest is what it is you know it (laughs) came out on metal blade it's pretty cool it's just a weird you know cult classic it's That's a good it record. Is. I just jammed it the other day on the plane coming back yeah. to California. It's good. But I think it's like it's super bare bones. And that's something that I really like. Oh, about oh. It. so the name, I think Metal Blade was just kind of like, yeah, you should probably just change it because we don't want to deal with like this other flesh rot. I think that other flesh rot is actually a, a fairly well-known yeah. European band. Yeah, yeah. And I went. Well. Out, I remember at the time I went on MySpace and I was like, fuck you guys. You guys suck. Yeah. They were like, <laughs> they were like, you suck. You don't even have a band. You're just some fucking goon. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you deserved that. Deserved yeah, it. it was hilarious. <laughs> and then, and then Johnny came up with the idea, like, oh, what if we just made it like Flesh W R O, which is a which is like kind of cooler. It's a sick. It name. actually is kind of cool, dude. Yeah. I think it's better. Yeah, so, I, I, I like play that. on words. I thought it was super clever. Yeah, it was clever oh, reach. It was like a clever like. Sweep it under the, or I don't know what the term yeah. is, but you know what I'm saying. Rot, like, rot means like uh, skillfully crafted. Right. So that's kind of. It oh, actually nice. more metaphorically is yeah. cooler now. Yeah, it's way deeper. It's creation. Yeah. Exactly. It's, it's way deeper. deeper. Yeah. yeah. What it's all about being deep. Yeah. So that was. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Honestly, we were like, all right, we're changing it to that. Cool, whatever. But I, I'm just, dude, I'm such a, like, I don't care about like, any of that type of stuff. You know what I mean? That's why I need other people in my band. I don't care about like names or art or any of that. Mm-hmm. So I got, I had, yeah, a, I had the, mine would be like, like demo. Speaking one of art you, though. That's why I can, yeah. Speaking of art, you guys have the sickest art though. What the fuck? Dude, we're about <laughs> to have <laughs> that, that like dark, whatever, art. what is it? Dark, what is it called? Yeah, it's like, dark future. It's almost like a dark I love you guys, but yeah, I can't remember. Like, yeah, dark future. That yeah. cover is fucking fucking rad dude thank you man thank, thank you, you. Yeah, super the, who did that what is that his name is carol lasia yeah uh comatech right this is his artist name right. yeah he's pretty sick he's he does more uh drum and bass type electronic shit okay yeah, yeah, and then, sure. um, yeah. i just kind of found out about him through that and then just i thought his art was super sick and i just reached out to him like hey do you want to do a metal band and he was into it obviously he was we really pay his ass. yeah he did a good job but on the new record we have eleron cantor doing the art so 
we're fucking stoked because yeah. that guy's a fucking oh, yeah. yeah it's gonna uh, be a maniac super, yeah we're, we're stoked Chaney, I have yeah, a question actually the, the comatech guy did the, for other, the infinite nothing as well yeah just, he did by the I way i just wanted because Chaney oh, originally sick. you said that you didn't want to you're like i don't want to start a a band with Naveen, I don't want to do this. And then you're signing when you signed a metal blade, like <laughs> how, what, what was that? is it kind of like getting married? Like for, for well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was making fun of it the other day, and our friend right? was telling us how like relationships fall apart because of lack of trust. And I was like, wow, Naveen and I just you know keep getting more in trust with each other. We keep signing documents that are close <laughs> to marriage, yeah, are yeah. even further, you know, but. <laughs> We are engaged to be wed, though, by the way. We are engaged. Oh, congratulations. Yeah, thank, thank, you. You. thank you. So we you were... said, I remember in one of your uh, podcasts that, like, is because of the pandemic and stuff is the reason why it didn't go down. But when is, when are you guys going to, when's that seascape resort fucking marriage going to happen? <laughs> can I come to the party? Am I invited? You can, dude, if you want. <laughs> if you want to fly be to Iowa. Iowa. It's going to be in yeah, Iowa. We're oh, getting, we just replanned our wedding for next June. So yeah. hopefully Heartland. it doesn't get canceled. <laughs> this time i don't think it'll get canceled this time no i think we're good, time, we're good. but yeah we but were supposed know, to be, we were supposed to get married last june but honestly it's funny that you asked that because we literally just rescheduled it today this past weekend we are in des moines right. because my little sister got married mm -hmm. so i think and then you know we're going to a wedding in a couple of weeks and naveen's sister is getting married at the end of the summer so i think it just kind of you know kicked us into gear like let's do this also some mutual friends of ours just got engaged yeah Jill, i'm sure you saw that Shara and jared oh yeah i hooked them up by the way i hooked them up i hooked them up i'm the cupid in that relationship oh nice dude i toured with him before he even knew him dude so i saw them get engaged and i was like okay dude i am not having another set of friends get married for us let's go ahead and we've been engaged for three years yeah we've been engaged Facebook's the worst man like you just see people like like their life events and shit you're like shit like what do i need to do to change my life to make this we gotta get married we gotta get married because like i'm i'm assuming you know forgive me if i'm being uh what's the word when you like when you assume something assumptive uh anyway An there's a good asshole. word for it there's a good word for pres presumptuous, presumptuous. Yeah. there you go i feel like we're gonna that, be that was the work I, word i meant we when might I said be assumptive. invited to their wedding you know and i'm like i don't i'm not gonna go sit through a wedding where i watch them get engaged and now i'm watching getting married even aged for like fucking three years let's we gotta we have to get married before then that's what i'm saying I, uh, you know, fully, fully funded status fully funded status i feel like uh i'm gonna fly out to that yeah, you're definitely invited. Dude, that'd be Joel. sick, man. You're gonna it's gonna a be a good. It's gonna be a good wedding, by the way. It's hey, gonna be sick. Our hey, wedding. Joel, can I marry you? So like, I mean, I dude, we're, we've been talking about the the dance portion of the wedding, and I think it's gonna, gonna be, be a tight time. wedding. Because here's the thing: we got a venue that can stay open until two o'clock. Yeah, and then nice. we're gonna like get a rental after and go and fucking party after party yeah, it's, a, it's like there's a bar like that's next separate, door that's like literally next door to the venue so and you do you know that we have good time. taste in music for people to oh, dance yeah. to even yeah. though joel you know what everyone i'm gonna put joel's, joel last joel's right garbage don't I, I, joel is with, not with the hip-hop and the dude. dance and all that no, shit no, no, he's she, terrible next weekend we're going to a dance party like a huge dance festival with jared and shara 
And Joel is not going because it's not a fucking technical death. Yeah, yeah. It's not because it's not technical death. If it was like a a Stone Temple Pilots cover band and fucking a Rush cover band, I've been to dances. I've been. I've been to dances. I've been to clubs with Joel. On weekends of our lives. That's why. When when dance music is going, Joel's always like, "Let's make it a joke, dude." And I'm like, "No, dude, dance serious, dude." Never like that. Dance. You don't even have to dance, dude. You know that we'll just like hang out and drink. It doesn't matter. Okay, you should well, fucking go. It'd be so fun. All right. What, what's it called again? I want to find out. It's called. What's it called? U N T Z. Actually, you know what, Janie? Since you called me out, I have a. Uh, I listen to your podcast. So oh, recently, the, did the, I the, say the, the, no, 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 man. I'm calling out not in a bad way, but in like a funny way. Oh, but like okay. you guys said, you guys said on your podcast. I, you know, I, I would never go to a metal festival. I would never go. Yeah. Like, I don't want to go to a metal festival. Like, I would never. Like, why would I go to a metal festival? I'm like, <laughs> I am flying to Psycho Fest in Las Vegas. Oh, oh, we I want to go. We're talking about Is going. anybody paying attention to the chat right now? Yeah, yeah I am. But... The metal festival. That's the metal festival that I would go to. I'm talking about like I'm You're not. Going, oh, yeah. Joseph's going. No, Anthony, real quick. Jos- Joseph's going to, and like we're gonna. Uh, have, I already got. I already got. I already got two. Yeah, we want to go. We want to go. We want to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm. I've already got two passes, and I'm. Yeah, I'm uh, ready to go. I'm is ready it ready. You guys are psyched. No, it's, I don't think <laughs> yet. <laughs> yeah. How many, yeah, Joel. I was talking about mainstream metal festivals. I would not I got, go to mainstream metal festival. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, I would if it's if it's if it's close enough. Like what? I, even Co- Naveen actually towards the end because I was listen, I was working like and listening to you guys in my my uh, airpods what i do wrong but uh <laughs> but uh <laughs> but uh no you guys were talking about it and at the very end naveen was like dude if it was like an oz fest i would go and she and like and cheney was like ah, i don't know <laughs> I, guess I don't know, know. no I no know. we actually we were talking about that while, while we were in Des Moines. we're like fuck that that fest looks sick we oh not fest i would okay i lied not okay fest, see yes, that's I'm it I'm that's a why I knew, yeah, I'm not shaking shaking my head. just happening in des moines not in des moines outside of des moines it's, it's where my grandma lives yeah it's in a really small yeah. town it's like hilarious that it's going to be there because like the whole town's going to be like fuck yeah. well, they have, <laughs> it's like the olympics like a woodstock kind of thing yeah. the olympics fucks the <laughs> place that they go there's this festival called laser fest that has been in those uh that balloon field a lot but there's only one road leading in and out oh, of it shit. so it's if like, you go to it yeah. you're in line for fucking like Ever. five hours it's dude. like if they had not fest in like uh prune dale or like the 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 or Watson fairgrounds or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Watson fairgrounds. Yeah. One. Oh, wow. yeah. Yeah, yeah. oh my god. Yeah, yeah. it's, kind of, it's like that. It's like that. Yeah. Dude, yeah, if we have a, if we have a tsunami, I'm fucked, dude. I there's no way out of this place, dude. I'm stuck. Uh, you are. That's true. Pay attention to <laughs> the chat because our friend Carrie, two-time oh. guest of this podcast, may have been getting blown up. Yeah, we we've been we've been yeah we were told we should probably answer some chat questions yeah, we got a lot of chat questions oh, someone said that and and carrie actually tabulated them for us i love carrie so did you guys much no carrie had a heart to heart with naveen's dad a few weeks ago when we were all partying together it was very beautiful on the phone yeah, on the phone oh yeah yeah. i was gonna say yeah. earlier that i, I had carrie the pleasure of so talking much. to naveen's dad at a show he animosity was playing in the east my dad always he does. I, I had a hard time. What's I your dad's name again, Naveen? Mark. Mark. <laughs> Mark. Dude, 
I had a really great conversation. I can't remember any of it, but <laughs> I had a great conversation and 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 realized that I know exactly why you do music, dude. Yeah, yeah. It's my pops. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's, so, it's definitely that's exactly where it came from, dude. Yeah, he's so, he's drummer. He, he so, and he is probably the best. Uh, what's the name of? The, I can never remember the name of the drum. Oh, uh, Cajon. No, 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 no. Bongos. No, no, no. Krishna. Tabla. Oh, uh, Tabla. Redunga. They don't know what that is. Okay, there's a drum called the Mridunga, which mm. is a a drum that's it's used like tablas, to, but it's like one drum. But they use it for mm. mantras. They use it for like mantras in in okay. in Hare Krishna. And Naveen's dad is the best Mridunga yeah, drummer. It. Yeah, he ripped it for sure. Ever, dude. Yeah, Shout out to Mark, crazy. dude. Mark, yeah. yeah. And. And so this is crazy. So your dad wrote a book about his father who was a survivor of the Holocaust, right? That's right. That's right. Yeah. So my dad also wrote a oh book. Oh my God. He saw the Trump impersonation. <laughs> oh my God. Naveen's dad also has a Trump impersonation that has gone viral. On YouTube. It's got like yeah. 125,000 views. Yeah. Wait, yeah. that's your dad? No fucking way. <laughs> that's my dad. That's his dad. Did no you see well, that? Somebody in the comments just said, I saw a video of Naveen's dad doing a hilarious trick. It went viral. I'm so, I'm so sorry to interrupt you, but yeah. that's no, you, what I'm screaming about. Yeah. It's so funny. Uh, dude. You interrupted us. I'm like, God damn it, dad. I was it, about to drop what, what, what are you saying, saying Joseph? My, my dad also wrote a book about his grandpa who also survived the Holocaust. So our dads wow. have both written books about That's either amazing. their dads or their grandfathers surviving the Holocaust. You will have to so, send me that book. Yeah, please. Wow. He, he wrote it and it's, it's, it's unpublished. It's sitting on his computer and I'm probably going to try to help him finish it. Dude, push him. Dude. You have to. You have and to get him to do that. It's but very he, important. He does, he does a writing group, so I want to get him in touch with Mark, your dad, and, and get him to finish it and get inspired from your My dad, dad, um, my dad uh, I mean, props to him for, like, getting it finished. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but it's such I mean, a... Like, love to talk to you. Straight such up. a Jewish American thing to just write the book about your parents who fucking fled or whatever. It's like, 100%, 100%. they're definitely not the only two da dudes out there who've done that, no, but um, it's not. amazing. Yeah, the story, and I want to read your dad's book for sure and get my dad to read it and everything, so... Definitely. I can send it to uh, Pete, like, you know, e -book. The PDF or yeah, e -book? Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. I'll, I'll devour that shit. Yeah, but... it's, a, it's an easy, it's a small book, so you, you can read it in like an hour. It's uh, yeah, hell yeah. a long read. Well, his yeah. goal, his goal is to take it around the country and teach it in schools, because the thing is that eventually the, the story of World War II and the concentration camps and Nazis and Jews, that's going to be obsolete. People are going to look at it as, it, you know, it's going to seem like it never actually happened. I'll fucking so teach that shit at UCSC. I, I teach a class yeah. at UCSC. I could fucking teach that shit. You do? What class do you teach? Uh, I teach uh, College One for Merrill College up there. Oh, and wow. I have, my, I have my own section of it right now. I literally have a week left to do whatever the fuck I want. So Wow. That's yeah. fucking incredible. I, I, He's I, the I, professor. I, I'm just a lecturer. Here you're the professor. From PDF no, dude, to you are class. the professor. You are just a lecturer. You are we'll the get professor. you a physical. Uh, hell yeah, dude. <laughs> but, but also, Naveen, uh, Naveen just tracked <laughs> the audiobook. Like Mark read through the audiobook, so he's working on getting that yeah. onto Amazon. Yeah. I can, I can, I can, I can do something. You know, I've, I've got a little influence up there. We're, we're putting together another curriculum for next year and shit. So, curriculums are going it's a, around it's, left and right, dude. Yeah, very cool. That's awesome. I, I that's awesome that you 
found out about that somehow. That's really cool. From your also, podcast, you talked about it. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. And Great. and also you talked a lot about going to Abbott Square, which is I went to Abbott Square last time I was in Santa Cruz, and your fucking description of it was so spot on, hilarious. <laughs> I was dying laughing. And all when you said how all the wine, all the wine moms the wine come mom. down with their fucking hats, I was fucking leveled <laughs> by that, dude. Oh it's God. so true. Oh my God. So out of the mountains. Oh, when you good. were like, do people from Santa Cruz listen to our podcast? I'm like, I, I'm listening and loving it. everything you say thing. about it, dude. It's so fucking same good. Thing. It's amazing. All right, so I where do you cover cover. right now? I'm in Irvine. I'm currently in Long Beach. This is where my studio is at. Oh, and I'm from Santa Cruz and I'm actually teaching in person in the fall, so I'll be up there for the fall quarter. Oh my so. god, I hang out. Yeah, about definitely. Okay. Yeah, I, I feel like watching your episodes, I'm just like, dude, like, there's so much we got to fucking chill about, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think the awesome. end of this year is going to be some cool shit, because we're all going to get back together, dude. That's oh, what yeah, I dude. think, dude. True that. True that. Dude, let's get some of those questions. I mean, Carrie's been all right. I'm ready to go. Oh, Carrie. Okay. Look at Carrie. Okay. Um, Thanks, Carrie. The, love first you, question, bro. I love Trevor, you, Trevor Stewart. Over there. <laughs> can we hear a whole mouth? Uh, can we hear a whole song with mouth dugga duggas? <laughs> the worst question <laughs> to start off with. One of our debut, one of our new songs. <laughs> pick like a pick like a early picture song that's only like thirty seconds long, dude. <laughs> All right, next question. Let's let's just move on. Uh, <laughs> a lyrical theme on the new album. Uh, yeah, that's right. All right, I don't want to divulge too much of it, but yeah, I don't really want to talk about it yet until the album comes out. But I'm it's sure good. Then, then, it's then we work that question from vocalist to vocalist. Can yeah. I, can I just ask you, as a writer myself, so um, how personal do you go with your writing versus um creation from you know observation and experience i'm like almost 100 percent from experience that's how i've always written but i'm very into like like i studied philosophy for a few years in col college i'm very into existentialism and like living and dying and why all the whys of life mm -hmm. so i write about it through that scope but it's all mm -hmm. very experiential and what i will say is that i've had before every record, it seems to happen that I have some huge life event happen. And the last record, a dear friend of mine killed himself. And that kind of led, led me into writing about Dark Future. And this time, I, I don't want to say too much about what has happened in my life lately. But like, I, I never knew my biological father. And I'm being a, uh, kind of opened into that world. He's passed away, but I'm being I've I'm starting to meet people from that part of my life. And uh, it's really kind of warped my, just my view of like growing older and time and all of that mm -hmm. stuff. So uh, that's where I'm going with this record, but I'll, I'll talk more about it when it comes out. But yeah, it's always through that, that like philosophical. So you're down, you're definitely more uh, dirt, in plants versus space and stars absolutely i've never been a space and stars person yeah though though i can respect it in other people's writing i just don't that's not like i can't sit down and write about that what yeah. i sit down and write about is like what's going on in my life and my own experience that's yeah i've really tried to expand out further than my feet on the ground but i still am feet on the ground dude totally 
Yeah. It's, it's, why, why try and write about something that I, I can't get to when I got all this around here? I know. And it's, there's something about performing lyrical content that doesn't have anything to do with you that feels so, so separate from like being that aggressive in a live environment. Like so much of my aggression comes out of like the stories that I, that I've lived through. So mm -hmm. much of my emotion comes through that. And like, I've cried on stage before singing a song about my friend. And I don't think that that would happen if I was singing about like the space, like space and the stars yeah. and that type of shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Other, uh, yeah. Any writing that I have too, it's just like, other than looking up at the stars, whatever metaphorical shit I can pull out of that, that's it you know yeah and yeah. the rest is what's with your feet on the ground me. exactly my feet on the ground always dude exactly. Unless, yeah. actually no my feet aren't on the ground right now dude <laughs> <laughs> now you're lifted but you know with that being said i'm also very into like wordplay and poetry and i love like when when cool phrases come across within what my i'm I fucking, there's nothing better yeah mine too man i'm it a huge sylvia poetry player. first that's yeah. where i started same exact writing on same. paper yep. i didn't even know i didn't even think about a microphone Me either it was just pen to paper that's that's all like i remember so, being in third grade not knowing that i'd ever be a singer straight up writer, super like, young poetry yeah dude. art and poetry i was totally. drawing i my mom always laughs at me because she's like you'd rather draw your toys than play with them <laughs> it's true <laughs> <laughs> it's funny though how those things go hand in hand like i also draw all i spend just as much time drawing as i do you know working on lyrics and singing and shit so it's like the, they go the the visual mind and word uh, you know freaking words in an artistic way and actually drawing they go so hand in hand with each other and they kind of inspire each other mm -hmm. we're about to actually launch cheney's first uh collection my first print collection yeah, yeah so nice. uh trevor trevor i was watching your um your stories uh Janie, and there's a there's a, a style of of drawing that you're doing with the dot work what's yeah, that called pointillism pointillism okay yeah it's a nice. it's sitting and basically you like dot you know it's first shading i'm really into wood burning and wood burning mm. kind of feeds itself into it, it is pointillism essentially just because it's easier to work that way mm -hmm. but yeah it's like you know just the amount of dots that you put in a space it's super time time consuming but it's also really meditative and therapeutic yeah i bet super could you word wood burn some like dope pirate shit for me pirate shit do you do yeah, just like I, yeah i love pirate shit so just like something like skull and crossbones type shit probably yeah on like make it look like it's on like the bottom of a fucking ship i don't like, know oh, i do for <laughs> I'm, i mean i'm half joking but if you want to get serious like i'll wait what I'll about that huge up. circle not that do you have like the huge yeah show us an example i'd, yeah, I'd yeah, love to down. see an example I'm wondering if there's no the you know the big uh geometric one that's on a circle i think it might be deep in the closet deep in or the closet this is another uh episode we've had people dig in their closet for us dude <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is a super old one Go back I've to obi i've been doing more uh like dot work lately on 
not Ooh. on wood, but this is. Oh, very cool. Crazy. So now explain how you do that. Like you, you're etching into the wood. Whoa. Cool. Nice. So how, how, what's the process? Well, for that, I have like these wood burning uh, pencils. Yeah, stipling. So you actually burn as you're, it it burns it as you're doing it? Show it one more time. Yeah, so you have a machine. Well, he just went and put it back, but. (laughs) Hold on, it's up now. Yeah, but I I didn't get like everything because of like the the way that the. That's one of them. This is super old. Lately, I'm doing more uh, dot work and pen, but. It's like you use, there's this machine that you have uh, that basically heats up a coil that you use to sit and stifle stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. But you can also get these like hand, uh, it's essentially, what are those? Like a soldering iron. You can, you can use yeah. those too. So those are like $15 machines. I now use a way more expensive machine just because they, it's way easier to burn that type of shit or way easier to burn with that type of, uh, tool but yeah it's it's really cool you can go on amazon and just order the stuff to do it you know and so get wood at home depot pimp nasty wants you to sell that shit <laughs> i do sell it pimp nasty. i've sold quite a bit of actually i did like an i also drew an artificial brain shirt back in the day but oh fuck yeah. oh damn artificial brain shirt. shout out yeah shout out so, yeah Fucking oleg dude i we want to get him on so dude. sick Oleg is such a sick guitar he's a, player. He, oh, a, a full disclosure, he's totally fucking said he's down. And then like things like snowballed with scheduling. And I was like, originally wanting to get him down on for, for what? part two of uh, coming on here, oh, for, here for a part two severed. But we'd never done a part two severed. And then I was like, you know what? We could work him in with just uh, the live guitar team. for severed, just to clarify. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. oh yeah. Yeah. When we shot him, he was he was playing live for RDB because uh, RDB on that. No, Dan was actually playing. (laughs) No way, he was like doing merch. Oleg was doing merch for RDB because Dan Garge was actually on the tour. Uh, but yeah, I mean RDB is sick as fuck. He's a fucking madman. Oleg is Oleg's like one of those dudes. Is like, if I ever wanted a a song tabbed out. Like, give it to him, and he'll learn it by ear and tab it for you. Yeah, yeah. That's how sick he is, dude. That's awesome. And he's a lefty, too, so I even give him double fucking props for that shit because <laughs> you ain't seeing lefties out there shredding like him. I don't know. Uh, Joseph, Joseph, weird Joseph, out, dude. I'm not down. Lefties are weird. Isn't Miles? I'm, I'm, what? God. I feel like <laughs> Miles, now, dude. Miles is not. Miles Baker is not left-handed, but he plays his guitar. Oh, Miles is. I like, down. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I was just kidding. I don't even. I don't. It doesn't matter. It is kind of weird, weird. Like, what the fuck? What are you doing? Yeah. No, left-handed drummers are what pissed me off. That's weird. Dude, uh, I had to learn so, right-handed. I learned as a lefty. I had to learn right-handed just because that's how everybody had their kit set up. You know, so yeah. I learned the right hand over on the hi hat. But really, like now, I can probably do it. So here's a question. I never asked this to any drummer right now, even with fucking Casey in my life for twenty years or whatever uh do a lefties play with their they follow on do they like play with their left foot you know apparently like yeah left foot i i teach a left-handed drummer student and he just sets up his kit exactly opposite how you would set it up 
and I'm, I'm not. I'm not down. For, that's. I'm not down. That, that feels weird. To you me. fuck those people. I don't. Yeah, this right? is weird. <laughs> it does feel weird to me. Even as a lefty, I'm like, it feels more natural. I don't know if it's just because that's just how I taught myself over the years, but nice. way more natural with right foot on the kick for some reason. That, that's weird. That's just weird. But if you have the if you have the open handed symmetrical kit, you can play it lefty. You can play it whatever. Yeah. Way, way you want. Oh yeah, it's, it's matched on each side. Yeah, I actually would feel better if it was if the hi hat was over here. Yeah. Oh yeah. Makes sense. I, I suck at all of it, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> all right, Joseph, another question. <laughs> <laughs> Cut me um, off, please. We're we're going back, so I hope that they're still listening because yeah, we're kind of still catching up. But um, I think they are. So we're sway three hours late. Adora Black Metal is just <laughs> up in here. Hell yeah, but um, I adore black metal too. I just want to. I do. So, any inspiration on the double mic thing from Diamanda Gallus? Yeah, I have no idea who that is. Okay. So I was thinking I should check that out. The double mic thing didn't come from any inspiration. We just decided that that would be a good. Like, well, I guess uh, we need to have two mics to do. Yeah, it was like, (laughs) all right, we're gonna have two mics then because we need to come up with these two different sounds. So, it wasn't really inspired by anyone. Okay. Um, getting back to the animals as leaders waitlist, which we, we did get into, but I, I actually do want to know this answer to this question. What act, what, what riffs on waitlist are Naveen's riffs? Fuck, I don't know. So the thing is, it's not really that I wrote a riff straight up. It would be like Tosin would have like a cool lead part. And then I'd like come up with like the rhythm to it. And honestly, I would have to listen to it to, to tell you which one. They're I can't, very. I can't the riffs are probably very Naveeni. Okay, so so I'm gonna just probably say, pretty for, yeah, or black metal. You're gonna have to submit your guesses, and Naveen will tell. Yeah, you I don't know. I'd have to yeah. hear it. They're right. Yeah. It's been so long. Send them know, to me, or send them to the channel where you think it might be Naveen, and we'll send. I Naveen. remember hearing that yeah. record though, and it's like you can kind of be like, "Oh, this is definitely Naveen's riff for sure." Yeah. There's some of them in there, but like I said, I, I wrote it to what he had already done. None of them are like my completely 100% original idea. Uh, okay. It's Tosin had some cool lead or chord progression, and I was like, all right, let's make it a little more metal. You okay, know, so question of... that you, do you remember that song that like Dustin had? Yeah. Was that a song that you just wrote by yourself though? No, that, okay. So one of the songs on Weightless, it's, it's shitty that I don't know the name. Uh, Tosin actually came up it was before we lived together and we wrote like a song together. Okay, I remember yeah. hearing that song like way before Yeah, yeah. and that song's on Wayless Yeah, okay yeah. But we don't know which one it is so. <laughs> One of those <laughs> tracks um, It's the Dude, what's that one that song? song? It always reminds me because I had a Casio when I was a kid It's the it's like my Casio, no joke. If I hit a button, would play that riff. Yeah. <laughs> Way before it existed. Before it was cool. Yeah. Hell yeah. Fuck man. I, I had a I had a sick acid trip to that album once, just in uh uh Santa Cruz Mountains. Not Santa Cruz Mountains. Um actually, okay, this is leading to a great thing, which is I think did you guys do that drone footage of your newest promo video up at Twin Gates? Uh, uh, I don't know the name of the it place. Would be, it's just like right by New Brighton. Oh, okay, so I'm wrong. Okay, okay. but I it, thought it was. I thought it was a little north, like up up the one a little. Oh no! It yeah. was literally uh, a 
two miles away from our house. Yeah, it's uh, like past like one exit past New Brighton. Yeah. Like right over there. Gotcha. Okay, other direction. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Close enough. I mean, you know. I mean, it's the wow. same similar. Yeah. yeah. Within yeah. several miles of that is going to have similar terrain. Yeah. True. It looks the same for sure. Uh, Anthony, are you a graffiti artist? Asks Pimp Nasty Nasty. <laughs> no. Graffiti artist? Not at all. Never spray painted anything, dude. Never graph write it on shit. Okay. It sounds like you did, because who knows what graph writing is. I know. What's uh, your tag, dog? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. It was shade dash D. <laughs> Anthony, odious severed. No. Um, uh, Adore Black Metal again. Uh, will you ever include, or sorry, oh, use any of your art on any Entheos merch or albums? Probably not. No, no. probably. Naveen probably. keeps trying to get me to do that. <laughs> I, I, I vote I, yes. I vote yes. I, pre I prefer making art for myself and then if other people want to grab no, it. We should make a show. shirt or we should definitely. Nah, do that. Nah, I, don't know. Yeah. I, don't I think that's cool we'll doing it. a shirt. Uh, like if you don't want to like, be like, oh shit, pretentious enough to do the album. I, but, I mean, but I would want to sell that for myself and make all the profits myself. Totally. This but is just like one, one, a one-off for Entheos. Do a one-off for a t-shirt. I probably will in the future for sure. Yeah, I will. Oh yeah, that'd be cool. Um, we're pushing I mean, pushing trace hours. We should probably. Oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, Sorry. honestly, uh, those are. I mean, we we've got a couple questions, but I think some of them I I know are answered on like your own podcast. Let's take a couple. Let's take let's a couple. Take a couple. Let's are couple are you guys more. trying to get off because you're tired? No, no, or? I'm not. No, no. Oh. I, I mean, I'm. I'm. got a beer in the fridge. I'm, I'm, my, my mom, I'm always down to grab one more beer. That's my favorite. I, I yeah, still dude, got grab a beer. Grab like, beer. Yeah, I'm right. on your wavelength. Answer just, the just, question. Chenny, if you're gonna grab one, you gotta grab me one yeah, too. Yes. Talk? All right, let's God, do it. I love you guys. God. Okay. Well, everybody could answer the questions are gone. Okay. Actually, here's a question for Joel: Saint Anger or Reload? Jeez. Well, obviously Reload. I mean. Oh, what the fuck? Obviously. I mean, Saint. I mean, if I if I had to pick between Saint Anger, I can't. I, mean, I don't know. I've heard one song off of it or two songs, and I was like, Jesus Christ! Like, this it's is like worst. the and it's the worst. It's almost like, to be honest with you, you know, like how people like they get around, they watch like Troll Two, like the worst movies ever made. <laughs> That's kind of like an album that like you want to get around and just like have fun with, and everyone laughs. I think it's like, it's like uh, a comedy album. It's like that movie. What's that guy's name? Uh, what? It's I don't like, know. You're, you guys you're are killing about. me. Whatever. Oh, it's the room. The room. Oh, the room. The room. Yeah, yeah. That's what Trevor was telling me about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Oh, you gotta uh, watch the room. I heard it's supposed to be the worst. I mean, Troll Two. I heard was the worst, and now I'm hearing the room is the worst. They're but, both the worst, but they're like the worst in a really good way because there are movies yeah. that are the worst in a way that no one would ever talk about them again. Yeah, yeah. It's These kind of are like the worst. worst. The best. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, what yeah, I will yeah. say is the room has like 27 sex scenes and they're all literally <laughs> the same 10 minutes of or 10 seconds of footage just <laughs> rolled one after another. It's the same thing over and over again. Just like but filmed it, on Naveen's fucking uh, old I iPad video or uh, iPod uh, video. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's the camera quality. Uh, hey man, that thing got me through some rough times. So. <laughs> Zeratin asks Naveen, will there ever be any 
future future animosity anniversary merch release like the animal sweater i think so i think so yeah, yeah we've been talking about doing it chain and i have been starting uh talking about starting like a store that kind of has like everything her and i have been a part of and we, there would be like animosity merch flesh rot i mean you name it you know systems all everything in there so that's entheos as well obviously like kind of more collectors type stuff that's like one of our goals that we want to do nice for sure uh another naveen question um he's asking did you write the riffs for ever expanding human he definitely not- did yeah he definitely what, did what band what that's us he oh, definitely okay. wrote yeah. that yeah it's on the infinite that's nothing true. those oh, are okay yeah, yeah wrote all but one riff and the solo is yours too. A lot of the solos yeah, yeah. in our music are Naveen's solos. Actually, you know what? That was a Malcolm solo. Oh shit! The Sorry, Malcolm. Sorry, Malcolm. My bad. Yeah. Uh, so, so that been. was adore black metal asking <laughs> that. So to be clear, so that's a Malcolm song. No, 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 no. Malcolm, Malcolm, uh, Malcolm. Uh, he just gr- did Malcolm the solo. is a great guitar player. He's never written a song in our band. Yeah, he just said uh, he did the solo. He did the okay. solo. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for clarifying over my fucking he, he, he did uh the first solo but the the later on in the song there's like a lead uh I it's like see we can do it <laughs> all right naveen you get the rhythm i'll get the lead <laughs> we do do that uh in our house sometimes i'll be like baby you get the rhythm yeah, i get the lead when you're like doing dishes like <laughs> you get the rhythm that. I yeah. get the lead. Exactly, yeah. we do it. Like a death metal <laughs> duet. Doing the, all the pots and pans <laughs> is rhythm, yeah. and the lead is throwing everything else in the dishwasher. Yeah. <laughs> Only for the cat, though. Only for the cat. <laughs> Just a follow up from Zeratin on the animosity merch question. He says he went to an animosity show at Chain Reaction, Damn. and was given small shirts instead of large, <laughs> but he still owns them. Who was and... that merch guy? Damn, that sucks. Who is that merch guy? He needs fire. If someone gave me a small, I'd be like, dude, what am I gonna do with this? Yeah. Like, are you kidding me? Like, I'm gonna make uh, underwear out of it, or the yeah. <laughs> I'm not a big guy, but like, even a large is like, well, this thing is kind of tight. Yeah. <laughs> dude, how is it like order like when you, if you're in a band's like overseas and shit, and you're like, oh yeah, fuck yeah, I want to get your shirt, blah blah. blah. Or the same size I do in America. It's like they're like, sick dude, here's a fucking youth small. Yeah, why do they? Like, why do they- it's like. <laughs> Oh, over oh, uh, if yeah. I order a shirt from Europe, it's always XL. Period. Yeah, yeah. I go one size up. It's Europe yeah. is one size up. Yeah. Folks, I'm always XL. You're ordering one size up. Yeah. I actually have a couple of shirts from Europe. Wow. T-E-H. That was a humble brag. Humble brag. Yeah. <laughs> Naveen is obviously legit and super brutal. I got some brutal shirts. <laughs> Dude, I got a cephalic oh, shirt that's from Europe, that. and it's so short. Off. It's oh, so you got short. Dude, today we okay, full blown disclosure. How do we feel about Jacob Umansky? Really, really good. Yeah. We like him a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Great dude. <laughs> That's guy. how we feel about him. Good I, at playing the bass guitar. This is a guy a uh, question in the chat. We're oh, sure. okay, okay. Oh, okay. What I want to oh. say is that okay, dude, today we went to Bagelry, right? Oh, yeah. And keep in mind, we just got back from Iowa okay, where this, everyone is super yeah. friendly. And the man who was serving us, Naveen was like, I was like cleaning off my glasses or something. And Naveen was like, 
dude, sick shirt and sick hat. Yeah, he had a Leviathan hat. I don't know if you guys like that black metal dude. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Is that the bagelry? Yeah, guy, like, dude had a Leviathan hat and a Batushka shirt. You know what I mean? Like ultimate damn. black. Damn, just throwing fucking like throwing street cred like at everyone. I was the like, bagelry. dude, first of all, before we even order, man, like sick hat and shirt. Just saying. Bro. And then I was like, oh, dude, is that a Batushka shirt? And he was like, yeah. He's like, yeah, what do you want? Like, what can I get? <laughs> How funny is that? I mean, it's been talked about a million times, but like that metal camaraderie of like the dude in the grocery store, like, you make eye contact. You both have the metal shirts on, but like you're like, shit. Should I uh, say what's up? Or I say, what's well, up? this guy. Just, this guy. Would, he wouldn't. Yeah. He wasn't feeling it. He wasn't feeling it. Someone asked about. Isn't cat. that funny? You fly a flag, and then when people see your flag, you're like, oh. Nah, dude. I don't want you to look at my flag. You'd expect <laughs> them to be like, Oh, you know what that is? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. how random is it to like? Yeah. It's like so, if I were, I have, I have a, a, a random black metal shirt too, dude. It's from a band called Odraza. I, I, I think they're from fucking Ukraine or some wait, shit. Wait, is it Olhava? No, O D R A Z A. They're fucking sick, dude. Please, awesome. anybody check, if, anybody who's interested in this shit, Odraza. I'm but, sold. Uh, I'm sold. And, and, <laughs> Uh, I don't even know why I brought them up, but I'm just basically like, if somebody were to recognize that, I'd be like, oh, dude, we're in the same fucking club, dude. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You're a member of my club. Oh, the the cat, there was a question about cat, and now there's a cat, so. Our cat. (laughs) Oh, another cat uh, appearance on the Cali Death podcast, dude. It's like, it's literally probably over 10 now. (laughs) (laughs) We decided when we were in Des Moines that we hate dogs. No offense. Yeah, yeah. But, I'm allergic yeah. to the cats. I love cats, but I'm just allergic. I'm a cat I, guy. I'm just a cat guy. That's I'm just what it is. Like, wait, 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 what? What did you just say? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm no. a dog guy. If I, dog actually, I'm a reptile guy. Three dog I have a tarantula guys, upstairs yeah, right now. Dude, fuck that. That's not a reptile, but I, 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 I had a tarantula. What did you just say about dogs? Wait, wait that's a cute dog. Rufus. No, I what did you just say okay. about dogs? But I wanna, I wanna <laughs> say that again. Say that again. I'm a cat guy. Hey, Rufus, I'm a cat guy. We're not big dog people. Big dogs, they need to, like, yeah. fuck off. Rufus, what do you say? Big dogs do need to fuck off. That they dog really is all do. cute. That's yeah. you know why you like that dog though? Because he's small. He's more like a cat. Yeah, he's a cat. Basically, <laughs> yeah. a cat that barks. But, 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 but guess what? He's a dog though. He's a fucking Rufus, dude. <laughs> yeah. His name, uh, is, a his name is Rufus. Rufus. He's a warrior. No, he is cute. I I love that dog. I like that dog too, but it's very quiet and it doesn't move. Yeah, it's not like that's why I like him. That's not quiet. He barks all the time. That's not a dog. That's pretty much just a cat. He's not a dog in a good way, though. No, I'm not joking. Huge dogs, I can't really fuck yeah, with. Yeah, big dogs that jump up on you and want to knock uh, you. It's just, and it's have just, loud I mean, ass a, barks, dude. It's just, oh. you have to deal with like if you want to like leave town for the night, you got to oh. figure that shit out. It's like yeah. it's like a cat. I can like literally go to like like for Psycho Fest. I can be like, hey, Sagan, here's three cans of food, two things oh. of water, and yeah. like you're gonna be in like a clean litter box and just shit yeah. that shit up. Fucking drop all those logs, dog. It's fresh for you. And I'll come back and I'll clean all that shit, and you're fine. He's like, I'm fine. 
Yeah. And totally. I've had to be at your, I've gone to your place while you were gone and, and got my shit out of your spot and, and Sagan, he didn't even show his face, yeah. but I had, I, I, I used your bathroom before I left and I was like, Oh dude, he's, he knows exactly what he's doing. Yeah. Like, he knows his, what he needs to do. Like what a trip about like cards, a- Anthony. I'm actually, yeah. I'm- oh yeah. He does this at the end of every podcast. He gets drunk and he starts playing with cards. <laughs> that's <sick. laughs> I'm that's underneath. I'm, this is, that's all I do. This is like my fidget thing, dude, is just fucking play with. See, like shuffle oh, them and all cool. like, dealer style and shit. They call right it cardistry now, but yeah, dude. Oh, like, oh like okay. Oh, cardistry. Yeah. Card. Sandwich artist. But I'm not, any, I'm not any good at it. I've only learned a few things that I'll show you guys off the podcast if I, oh. I, can't, I can't even fucking do them yet, dude. It's like trying. All right, dude, I'm going to fucking do some shit. Right <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, don't That's wait for me. Power. Don't That's my favorite thing is that when I if I'm drunk at the end of the night and one of my friends starts busting out like cards and magic, yeah, you know, I want to be that guy. Yeah, I want to be that guy. That <laughs> we, just, like, we know we know a guy who's like <laughs> stick legit with magic. But he he yeah. bends forks, like, and I'm beginning to think it's not real. Yeah, he bends forks. I want to be the guy who does the card tricks that everybody's like, oh yeah, dude, fuck yeah, and then they forget about it and they all totally. But they get, tell they'll tell people we all get fucked up day. and. The next day, remember. they'll remember it a bit, and they'll tell like a couple of their friends. Dude, there was a guy at a fucking work party that literally was like, "Oh, you want to do a card trick?" and like did like one of those ones where you like sign the card, and it turned out like it was like mm-hmm. under yeah. a person's like hat somewhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yeah. I was like, yeah. like David Blaine kind of shit, and I was like, yeah. Pharaoh fan. What's up? We know a guy who did. Whoa, oh, okay. Dan Katana over there, dude. All right. <laughs> <laughs> no, you got to be able to do the tricks. You got to be able to do those that cardistry. Yeah, yeah. For sure, dude. It is all about just, it's just getting your fingers in the right place, doing it. That's what she's right said. pressure, blah, 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 blah. It's also right. enough about the cards, dude. Everybody's stoked about the cards. Ketamine and magic is great. Ketamine, Ketamine <laughs> and magic is great. Right. I don't know. GHB and magic is pretty sick. I'm just kidding. Oh, GHB yeah. is not. <laughs> I've never done it, but I'm starting. Well, we've done it, but it wasn't by choice. Oh, we did do oh, it. Shit. We did it by choice. Oh, we did do it by choice. Yeah, we did it by choice. Yeah, yeah, fuck. You guys had a podcast recently with a, a certain member of a band. You guys, he was talking about being straight edge, and you, I just was loving like listening to you guys in the background. Just going like, I was like, I, I fucking rage with these motherfuckers. I know that they're just like not these straight edge motherfuckers. We were like, what? He's all like, he's all like the straight. I just know all the people like doing drugs. You can't trust him, blah, blah blah. And I'm just sitting there going like, all right, well, uh, drink. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, party on, dude. Party on. Party on, I don't dude. know who you were talking about that we did that with, but yeah, it was the the guy talking about the cruise and stuff. Anyways, oh, uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> Extol is sick. Oh yeah, Extol is sick. It's funny. I'm starting a new job tomorrow in the morning. So, oh my god, ready? Job tomorrow. I got some. I got some Good new job. clothes, dude. I'm fucking all spiffed up. I grease up my hair. He's getting in the. Ass, he's getting. He's yeah. trying to be fully funded. He's getting the IT. He's getting. No. Well, well, no. I'm. It's. It's I, I teaching it music. It's oh, a, I thought it was an IT one. No, it's a super awesome school. Yeah, I'm super stoked. I'm gonna teach music. But yeah, man. Yeah. What are you like, saying? We're gonna wind this down. We're gonna wind. I think down. It's, that's a wind down. I'm uh, just saying, like, I'm, I'm good for another like three hours. But after that, like, <laughs> it's like I probably should go to bed by like three in the morning. No, that's fine. I'm not working tomorrow, so I'm. I mean, I'm just doing. 
music stuff. So I work at seven thirty, but I also clock in from bed. Yeah, I think. I think we should go and wind this shit uh, down, Doug. Yeah. We got we got your guys' uh, longest podcast. I think this is the marathon. Yeah. yeah. We severed one. And we have the most okay. watchers right now. We have the most people watching. I mean, oh, it's 33. 33. Wow. And yeah. And I just we're want, trying to end I wanted it, to take the. It's because of my card tricks, dude. One. That is, <laughs> it's the card tricks. Check that out. Wait, let me stand up for this one. I just busted it out nice. Honestly, dude, I don't think it's about. Yeah. <laughs> and the show is over yeah casey it was totally about the cards dude yeah all right well hey you are a genie dude it was a quick podcast i know you guys would need to get going but uh it was thanks for one. stopping by yeah. dude yeah fuck yeah dude thank you so thanks much for, for stopping, by. stopping by with us <laughs> stopping by <laughs> Stopping by on the Did online. You guys do a dude. podcast or something? I don't, I don't know. What's going on. We're basically just. We're, we're basically hugging California all the way down. It's like you got the north, the south. Copper crab right here. Naveen, let's do. Naveen, let's do. Put it on your feet. Yeah. Let's rage for your birthday. Put it on your feet. For your birthday. Yeah. I can't. What? Oh, shit. Sick, dude. All right, let's wrap oh, this yeah, up. Dude. All right, we love you guys. Thank love you for all the people who stuck around. What, 33-something people? Fuck yeah, dude. That's a fucking party right there, dude. Really yeah, is. Man. yeah, man, yeah. dude. No doubt. Um, thank you so much. Come back next week. Fucking uh, hit up the fucking socials. Do all the buttons and all that shit. <laughs> hit up uh, uh, Copper Crab Podcast, too, if you haven't yet. Okay. This is yeah, a buddy. great but podcast. Most it's importantly, a great podcast. yeah, thanks we love guys. Your podcast, yeah. Most Thank importantly, you. though, listen to death metal. Listen oh, to death metal. always keep it alive <laughs> for sure. Out, dog. And check yeah, out brother. that Entheo shit, and uh, that shit's yeah. coming hard on Metal Blade. What's up? All right, What's love up? you guys. We'll see you next week. All right, and, dude. Uh, yeah. Rock Stay on after for a second. Yeah, pre pod, post pod, blah, blah, blah. Peace out, guys.